Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slam Fire Radio, episode 459, recording live on Thursday, June 9th. I'm one of your hosts, Mo. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly. I'm Adriel. And I'm Kyle. And I'm Angry Dave. Hi, Angry Dave. <laughs> Welcome back, Angry Dave. <laughs> Still awesome. angry from last week. <laughs> Dave's <laughs> attendance is based on how angry he is. Yeah. And he's... Much really like angry livid right awesome. now i'm angry enough <laughs> that i have a harmonica if he's on next <laughs> week i'm gonna be really worried so yeah <laughs> red, flag? Be... red flag no. next, yeah, next red flag no yeah red flag yes <laughs> if i'm on three weeks in a row i buy a big rig and i go park it in ottawa for a month oh so, dear <laughs> oh dear well we do know anyways we don't want to talk about that <laughs> they pull cash out <laughs> yeah it's so, good to have everybody. Um, we can get into what we did with guns because I'm sure we have lots to talk about. What yay. we did with guns is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Centre, Canada's premier firearm retailer. And I didn't update the thing. <laughs> they are selling guns. Uh, they may have handguns left. They may. Did you? See- it's a crapshoot. Yeah. May not have <laughs> handguns left. Did you see right that now. they posted a sign on their door saying it's six hours wait, wait here, yeah. and we'll let you in the store? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was craziness. Yeah. I went to Cabela's That's last night to, to pick some stuff up, and people were still like, hey, you got any handguns? And they're like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> we're completely sold out. Our warehouse is completely sold out. We won't have handguns for a while. <laughs> I was listening on the news, and in the last two days, I've heard three or four different news articles on Global and 640 and 1010 out of Toronto, all about you know just this huge rush on handguns. But none of them really mentioned how you get a handgun. So I think people are probably, no. oh, my God, handguns. Did. Well, Plains here's here's, a really good article on it. here's the that? thing. I have I've been listening to a couple of podcasts, different things, and people were talking about it, or even being talked about on mainstream media down the U.S. And believe it or not, Colin Noir also did a little bit of an update on it too. Yeah, yeah. saw his. But I also was listening to oh yeah, Tucker Carlton Tucker, and you Tucker should go and watch Carlson. Carlson. Oh, Carlson. I imagine that was great. Oh, it's awesome. Go and watch it. Anyways, so I was also listening to a couple of other podcasts as well, and they made some good points, though. These were these are guns that were already sold. We're just buying them because they were sold to the retailers. Now the retailers are liquidating their stock. They don't really have to try hard to liquidate their stock, though. Yeah, they're not giving them away. <laughs> no. Uh, and then today I also saw some things like there's some um, auctions going on. People are actually getting rid of their firearms quote unquote, but there are, people are just bidding ridiculous amounts. Yeah. I saw yeah. one person bought an MP nine millimeter for one thousand two hundred dollars. Oh like no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh no. It's your last chance though. I mean realistically for eight hundred bucks. Rather oh, op- uh, rather have nothing than an MP for eleven hundred bucks. <laughs> 
Wow. The price is what it is, right? If people Don't judge people. Bad. I say that, and then Adriel says, well. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to judge away. <laughs> I owned an M&P before. I'm just kidding around. Yeah, I'm an M&P. People take me too They're seriously. <laughs> M&P too, maybe. I wouldn't buy an M&P one. Right. Well, yeah, I was joking around on my article about like which which what your first handgun should be, and uh, I'm like revolvers, I'm like don't don't waste your time because they're, they're garbage. And people are like, I don't know, like they're pretty, like you can use them for I'm like oh, just messing around. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Not serious. Uh, nice. I um, I was asked about it too. Well, actually, we're going to talk about it in the main show, so let's talk about it in the main topic. But okay. remind me, put a pin on it specifically about people asking, what gun should I buy? Right now, so it's whatever you can get. All the, all the guns. Laugo Alien or nothing. <laughs> you know what? I and then said, we need anyway. to be friends. <clears throat> yeah, let's let's continue this to the main topic. because yeah. okay. So we'll get started with Mr. Angry. So Dave, what makes you so angry? Go ahead. You going to edit this, Adriel? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, I never well, edit. Well, fuck the liberals. So that's that's my that's my new greeting. Wow, for we're off to a fast start. We are. Rather than saying hello or how are you, my first line is fuck the liberals. So <laughs> nice. there you go. Um, yeah, so that's why I'm, I'm upset. Uh, I have been sold two handguns, bought two handguns. Yeah. I found out that the iPhone... Uh, if you look at the recent calls, it only actually goes up to 200 recent calls in the list. I didn't know that. And I found that out calling the CFC over the last couple of days. Uh, the Canadian Firearm Centre trying to get transfers done. So I've emailed them in and faxed them. Plus I'm calling and I just sit there at work and just keep hitting redial while I'm working away and just listen to it in the background run. And inevitably yeah, I get hung Dave, up on after Dave 10, on there? 10 minutes. Do they, do they just like, yeah. do they say, oh, hey, Dave, how's it going? Yeah, Why are you calling again? Yeah. You called you know, 150 times earlier. Yeah, you know that Adriel guy, right? Yeah, we're just hanging up. So <laughs> I did actually, I uh, I pressed uh, 161 and ended up getting into the the uh, get a transfer number for non-restricted. And there seems to be at least, there's a pile of people working in that office and they all answer on like the second ring. So they're just sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a hold of them. They're like, yeah, we don't know how to do restricted. So you transfer to the queue and you get hung up. Yeah. They move you along. Yeah. Yeah. But mm -hmm. one of them transferred me and it's like, you're number two in the queue. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was actually shaking. I was so excited. <laughs> I did, yeah. And then they picked it up and they're like, Oh, that's restricted. No, we don't do restricted here. They transferred oh. you to the wrong number. I'm like, oh. <laughs> the cruelty. Oh my God. <laughs> wrong number. I was like, I don't even know what it was, public safety number or something. But they apparently weren't doing anything either because they just answered. So I suspect there's one room full of like 10 people at the CFC who are like just hating their lives right now. And yeah. may find themselves unemployed because they won't be doing handgun transfers and very shortly. And then uh, all the rest of the people are probably just sitting there laughing at them and eating cake. Oh, that's yeah, why they're that's going so theory. slow, Dave. After Good this, day. they're out of a job. That's why they're going so slow on yeah. it. They got to like job security. Yeah, eke that out, make it well, take as long as possible. I had a theory about that, which is I wonder if that's why the Liberals set up the non restricted transfer number because the mayor of Miramichi oh, complained last time when they were talking about getting rid of the long gun registry that a couple people in Miramichi would be out of a job and that made national news so <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's the reason anyway hmm. so i've been doing that uh bought and sold handguns helped a bunch of people including uh, a friend of mine who her dad died a couple months ago and the guy's got a ton of handguns 
And she didn't really know what was going on. So I was talking to her. I'm like, yeah, you better get those transferred. And she's like, oh, I'll do it in a week or two, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to. Ugh. I don't mean to go. Hmm. Um, yeah. She thank you for her. actually, thank you for informing her and letting her know. And that way she can get that done because that would have been really sad. It would have yeah. been really sad. Yeah. It would be, and that's what her and her dad did together, was they shot uh, long-range silhouette handguns. So uh, I gave her all the paperwork. She filled it out, emailed it, gave it to me. I faxed it for her, and Aww. hopefully it all gets through in time. Because if she, those get don't get transferred, she's just going to be absolutely devastated. Oh, I like this comment from Grey Birch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I resemble that remark, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Adriel, what have you been up to? Uh, I don't know, some stuff, I guess. Um, two weekends ago, I had a maple seed double header at yeah. Tabor and, uh, and Drumheller. Fun times, fun times. And uh, yeah, really good support from the ranges. The ranges like really went out of their way to uh, make it easy. Uh, those are both solo, so just me and both of them. And it was, uh, it was a great time. Got a new yeah. IIT out of the uh, out of the Tabor event, yep, nice. which is good because the whole idea why I really want to do more events down south is that uh, uh, well, we, need, we need more IITs, we need more yeah. instructors, and uh, that's okay. how you get them. I have to say, though, the Drumheller range is probably the most beautiful range in this whole entire uh, country. It's a picture like, like at night uh, when it's I got so there, gorgeous. and it was like, oh, it's, it looks so good. The purples and blues, and yeah, right. it's fantastic. Hey, but, Dave. Uh, yeah. You remember good times in uh, in Drumheller? I do. I love that place. That yeah. that that whole area is one of my favorite places now. Yeah. I got to hang out with my favorite people for like three days. It was amazing. I know. It was awesome. Yeah. So good. I saw you in your underwear too. <laughs> you did. You did. Shame on you. Shame on you. That's an important me. point. That's a very Hasht important point. Hashtag it me is. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for not putting in a complaint. Uh, Anyways, okay. Uh, what else I do? Uh, National Range Day. Uh, so we did yeah. National Range Day at uh, Sherwood Park. I handled the handgun booth with a couple of other people. How was uh, that? Use some, use some listeners. Use some listeners of the show. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. They were so fantastic. We had a couple of MLAs come out, and uh, one MLA brought his new Shadow One. He's like, I haven't shot it yet, but uh, I'm looking to like try it out. And so he oh, cracked his Shadow awesome. One out and nice. got some rounds out downrange with it. And I uh, gave some like uh, training tips on like grip and stance and all that kind of stuff to him and the other MLA and a whole bunch of people that uh, that came through. And uh, yeah, it was a really good time. Really easy. Um, how many people went through, do you think? Uh, between 30 and 50. I didn't count. Nice. Yeah. Mostly yeah. previous gun owners or inexperienced, or what was what was your mix? Oh, mostly inexperienced. Most people I was showing how to shoot handguns had not perfect. shot a handgun before. Very that's, cool. That's perfect. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly what it was there for. Nice. Yeah, I had a, um, a two military police come through. Uh, other than nice. that, all... All pretty much all inexperienced uh, shooters who awesome. had shot handguns before. Could so, the military oh, yeah, just, police hit anything? Just asking. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, they were into it. So, um, yeah. I think like if you take like a, a general like a, a cop off the shelf, like their handgun skills are going to be like eh, not that great. 
but if you take someone who like uh, a cop or a military who's like into it, uh, they'll be they're, they'll generally be yeah. pretty good. <laughs> a lot of them are like they they put time into their skills, and it, sh it shows when they when they grab the gun and they they press out. And you're like, oh, <laughs> this yep. guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> a lot of the ones Sticking that are into course. it too, they uh, they shoot on their own time, right? They have their yeah. own guns because yeah. they just don't generally get that much trigger time at work. Well, I, I think it depends on the unit as a budget for like uh training ammo so you can like buy training ammo or get training ammo and uh do whatever you want to on your time it, time with it, it right? actually oh, depends cool. it does depend on what unit they're with so yeah, yeah. sure yeah i it, it would have to yeah yeah uh oh i got a new shotgun you did I this i mentioned it but i didn't pull it out last week because we had the whole uh, oh YouTube we had on. the youtube thing yeah 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 this is uh an il12 ij12 it's a Soviet over-under shotgun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's like a heavy duty, very heavy, like the safety on it. It's like stiff as heck and so are the triggers. But uh, I don't know. It was an over-under shotgun for 300 bucks. So uh, that's neat. And I think like a lot of people, like this is a, a pretty popular model and there are not a lot of really decent reviews out there on it. You're going to do one, yeah, I found, obviously. I found one. I found one guy who like, <laughs> shot some clays at the range he's like i could shoot clays with it but like that guy's like a master like shoots clays all the time like I, you could put a uh one of those like uh slam fire shotguns that they do for the gun buybacks probably in that guy's hands and he'd probably like go go for all 25 with uh with that <laughs> nice. <right>. um <laughs> too much <laughs> too, too much hyperbole yeah, uh yeah. did the uh, maple seed shoot boss call that was good um I did a video, an article on uh, handgun tips for new handgun owners. And if you could own one handgun for the rest of your life, what would it be? So I did like a, an article and video for each of those. Actually, oh, I did do a, a video shadow. on the tips. You yeah. What? Sorry? And shadow. Shadow. Yeah. 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 That's, I think that's the obvious one. Yep. Um, Glock 48. I have written down here Glock 48 due today. Uh, no. Ooh. The nice thing about uh, the Alberta CFO is that they're fast, <clears throat> as we were talking with them yet uh, last week, and they were prioritizing this kind of stuff. So I got I bought this on June first, and it was uh, at my house today from a yeah. store or okay uh, online. Yeah, uh, store in uh, Lethbridge or Lloyd, Prophet River. I can't remember which one it is. It starts with an L. Nice. Well, uh, us in Ontario. No, no, no such luck. <laughs> I think I saw that uh, the Ontario transfers that are getting done right now are like early May. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like somebody, a month before they get to yours. Somebody posted an email on on Gun Nuts that they had they were they had sixteen hundred come in in May and they're still working on those and they had had fourteen thousand come in in like the last two days. Fourteen thousand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, huh? I would bet it's probably way cheap. more than that. Yeah, it's got to be more but than that. Yeah. Those are still sitting at the CFC, right? Because they get processed mm. there at the the gatekeepers yep. for some bizarre yep. reason and then get past your CFO. So yeah. I don't know how long we're going to be waiting in Banterio, but long time. time. Alberta is quick. Um, well, not only was the uh, the CFO transfer was quick, the shipping was quick because they're in Alberta. Basically, like I got the shipping notice and like the next day it was here, which awesome. is really nice. So I don't know if you guys have like, done a lot of. I don't know if you've done a lot of shooting with uh, with Glock 48s, but I, I've done a little bit of shooting with them. I've never owned one. Um, they're nice and compact. Um, I was considering getting like a because uh, I was like, okay, I got the budget for one gun before this. Like, if a freeze goes in, what would what should be a gun that I get? 
Uh, I kind of want something with like a small grip on it. I've got like that CF98, but tried finding mags and holsters and that kind of thing for it. It's not going to happen. So um, I was looking around at what was available and the Glock 48s were cheap and good name and slim and probably going to have parts and all that kind of stuff around for a while. So yeah, opted just yeah. for a Glock 48 with no, not the MOS. The MOS one was like 850 or 900 or something like that. Yeah. I cannot justify spending $900 on uh, something that doesn't shoot that great. Uh, because they, they do have a small grip on them. The trigger is kind of mushy. It's a Glock trigger, right? It's it's, it's not fantastic. But uh, cool little pistol. I don't know if you've ever looked at like a, a, a Glock 17 mag versus a, a Glock 48 mag. Because oh, wow. This is kind of one of those uh, don't you ever talk to my son ever again kind of a kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> talk to me or my son ever again? Yeah, yeah. They're they're tiny little, little mags. Just before the show here, we're stacking them in to see if it was like a double stack or if it was single stack. It's staggered so they just they, they stagger slightly as they go single down in a bit yeah yeah single in a bit i wouldn't call it like a, a, a proper double stack but they do stagger them a little bit in there and mm -hmm. if you look at them like this is shorter than my 10 round 1911 mags um so they do they do save a little bit of space in there the rivet makes them sad yeah the rivet on the glock 17 mag yeah, the yeah. nice thing on the glock 48 like the size of the grip in the magazine we don't have to run uh, pinned mags on them. The mag, as it's sized, fits 10 perfectly. So you're not yeah. giving up anything on the grip, which is uh, cool. kind of nice. Yeah, kind of nice. Cool. Mags, like mags, mags for this thing are 55 bucks, though. Ugh. I'm going to P mag for like 25 where I can get a Glock 48 mag for 55 bucks. It's twice as much. It shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Magpul makes some mags for it. Maybe give them enough time and they'll make some for it. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I would hope that they do because they're so much cheaper. And I just. There's got to be something out there for aftermarket for that. Well, I got three mags. I just need two more, but I should probably just get the Glock mags so that if I end up getting like uh, floor plates for them, who's going to make that though? Who's going to make aluminum floor plates for Glock? <laughs> no one. No one. What am I even talking about? I'll buy the whatever cheap mags come out for. Oh, I bet you there are ex like extended base pads and whatnot oh, I for them. So. I bet you. They'll be go fast well, bets somewhere. For a Glock, no, like in, actually, in the state, I bet you this, there's this ones with a finger really... groove. Bet you they got ones uh, with the finger groove. Maybe, maybe I could use like a little bit there. It's not that bad though. Like in terms of grip, yeah. I've, I I don't have a bad. It's just it's very thin. So like hmm. my big hands, there's not a lot of meat there left. It's basically I'm just grabbing onto my own hand there. But uh, eh, it's a Glock. It'll run. Uh, this is the, this is my first factory Glock, and I've heard about like, oh, there's copper grease on the inside. I get to see the copper grease, the factory fresh stuff in there. <laughs> and what I like to see uh, is that there's uh, uh, there's signs that it's been shot. So it was shot at the yeah. factory, and they didn't just like kick it out <laughs> and yeah. and rely on the people to uh, it's fine fire it. It's yeah, it's probably fine. Uh, Glock's a little bit oh, better God. than that. So they actually like test fired it at the factory yep. to make sure the stupid thing runs, which cool. sounds small, but um, I've I've reviewed quite a few guns that uh, were not test fired and should have been test fired. Yeah. Well, they used to Great come box. with like two shells, yeah, two right? casing <clears throat> that they shot out of it in your case. My uh, my Ruger Wrangler actually had had a casing with it. Really? Uh, yep. A little envelope had been signed. Yeah, mine didn't. No, no case. So Mike's saying that if... Uh, so I've just put it up here. So Mike H is saying that if you need a... Uh, you need a closer for your 
your block. It says Grave Fox is uh, running 15% off tomorrow for holsters. I'll have to, I'll have to take a look at that because I will need a holster. You're going to need one. I was thinking about like if my kid uses that three gun or something like that. I think I've got some of those like GLSs that uh, they could use um, because that that'll just hold everything. So yeah, I might well. try that. Jeez, I'm gonna try that while the next person talks. Um, anyways, Glock 48. I helped uh, three buddies <laughs> buy handguns. Um, they're so their handguns are like all um, shipping right now. Uh, they're all in Alberta, so they're they're all their handguns are all in the mail, kind of a thing. Really well, neat. I'm excited for them. I'm actually really excited That's for them because like these are they're like they they've been sitting on it for a while and they're like nope, times yeah. now. So they they, they broke out. Yeah, they get after it. Uh, one of them got a CZ P10F and uh, mm. uh, not the Ruger Wrangler. What's the other one? The Heritage uh, Rough Rider, uh, and the other nice. one got a Shadow One. Um, nice. I think they're both like good choices. I think the Shadow One's like slightly better for Ipsic and that kind of a thing, but a P10F's fine too. Like it's polymer striker fired. It's going to be a little bit simpler. If you ever want to shoot three gun, and like that little bit of extra simplicity is kind of nice. I almost right. bought one of those, but I decided to go with a Glock instead because I've never owned a Glock. So I'm like, gotta get a Glock now, or yeah, gotta get a Glock. Gotta get a Glock. Um, I bought a C71 receiver. That's the 1022 uh, receivers that Spectre Ballistics makes, <laughs> and I oh. It's sitting upstairs. I forgot to even bring it down here. I, uh, I've got a Grey Birch takedown La Chassis uh, yeah. that I'm going to be putting a Ruger 1022 takedown into. So I'm going to nice. be building uh, two more <laughs> 1022s over the next month here. Uh, Cabela's had a sale on BX triggers. So I went to Cabela's uh, uh, last night. They had their, their Wild Wednesday thing. <clears throat> 99 bucks. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, why long. did you not tell me? All day long. Why did you not tell me? You did suck. I not post that on on the group chat on Facebook? I'm know. sorry. You did I missed I should've. it? Should have. I'm gonna go. You didn't, and you which the BX triggers for ninety nine dollars. No. no. Oh, I'm no. sorry, guys. That was a that was a really good deal. Some of Cabela's yeah, like Wild Wednesday off. deals are wow. really good. Yeah. Gray Birch bought like... twenty of them last night. He says. Nice. <laughs> Well, what else do you get that that's the full trigger pack, right? Like there's Correct. you could get a, a kit or something like that, but yep. oh my god. So Brandon um uh Brandon's asking how long the process will take to get your RPL in Ontario and is it even worth it? Oh, um, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, like there okay, many things could happen between now and then. But you're talking about you're gonna you're outlaying hundred whatever fifty bucks or whatever it is for the RPL yep. course in Ontario. You're still um, running them. Plus the paperwork. Um it's probably going to take you like six to nine months to process an RPAL yeah. in normal times. Mm -hmm. It's probably delayed a little bit right now. So let's say like nine months to a year. Um, well, we people are pointing have out an election. We could yeah, have elections. Like the lots court of challenge. There's yeah, there's yeah. things that could happen. People it's are pointing out gun nuts. Can... Well, worth my RPAL was ten months. Got it in April in Ontario. Yeah, that's Richard's. Let's like just like I, I would like to say go get your RPAL because uh, who knows what'll happen. But at yeah. the pragma the pragmatic side of me says it's not gonna you're not it's not gonna be be able to, you're not gonna be able to do it in time. You could liberal have support on the bill from the ND like the only thing the NDP and uh, Block didn't like was the air guns thing. So at best they might remove the air guns thing and it'll still still move forward in September. 
And they don't need any of that to um, administratively <clears throat> stop transfers. They can administratively stop transfers anytime. Right. And then that's it. So That is correct. We can also return it, too. Return. Overturn it, not return it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like the the cool thing with like buying your restricteds is most shops are like, okay, um, the, you you pay for it, but like you you only pay for it if it's actually transferred to you and 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 we're able to put it in the mail, kind of a thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. a lot of people are cool with uh, not leaving you hold the bag with buying yet not receiving a, a handgun. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that? So uh, Jen, who's on the show last week, she updated mm -hmm. and posted a. Um, a news article mm -hmm. in the CSAAA she said then the SECU uh, meeting today that everybody unanimous, unanimously consented to not move, sorry, consented to move the motion on the handgun freeze slash OIC has been denied. So to move forward with that, so they shot it down in SECU. What do you mean they shot? They shot down Which, what part though? They shot down uh, to talk about it basically bring it forward i'm gonna okay have to open so they're it. they're they're just pushing it to september then they're pushing it yeah so yeah. i'm gonna have to look at this but i just uh i'm trying to i've been going through and looking at any news articles and that's the one that got posted most recently so yeah they'll push it they're running out of time anyways as well before the uh rises yeah there, cause there were a lot of rumors that this was going to be immediate and now it sounds like it's not going right on. and you're right which, they are, which is are good there are some people that are um, not liking the bill from all sides, basically, specifically. The only thing the NDP and Block complained about was the Airsoft thing. That's, yep. They didn't like that. Yeah, but I don't think that uh, they wouldn't, uh, they might even block the bill. If the bill goes forward as it is right now, I don't think they'll block it just because it's going to ban some Airsoft stuff. I think but but am I wrong that they're actually getting negative press and they even got it from CBC, which was shocking? So it's it's not a little bit like they're actually getting some static about it so it's we'll see i was quite surprised that somebody from cbc actually asked trudeau if this you say that legal handgun owners aren't the problem how will this affect criminals and he just completely dodged the question and answered the did. question they of course that they he wished they'd asked but i'm mm -hmm. like i was impressed that it was cbc that asked that I'm yeah like, wow yeah. you're not you're not getting out of evan, evan solomon evan solomon took marco mendicini to task like and he was roasting him and it was good so mm -hmm. okay cool. so here's what thanks richard for uh, having my back there he said it was shot down so basically avoiding the need for public consultation committee review thank you okay, that's so exactly what it was that they can do that and just do whatever the heck they want to though public consultation yeah. they did that with the uh c71 and they turned around and just, just did, did whatever they wanted to do anyways right um okay where was i yes i went to cabells and got a bx trigger and some other small things yeah you uh, were holding out on us I was, I was holding out on you guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I got the You're last one at Cabela's South Edmonton. Uh, they had just one. I'm like, yo, here it comes. They didn't want to have to like mail order or uh, do the pickup and because their pickup is like, I don't know, bad. Um, I got a three gun match this weekend on oh, Sunday. Sweet. Me and the boy nice. are going out. Oh, we've been doing a bunch of dry fire practice in the basement here, practicing like reloading mags. And that kind of, both my boys actually have been practicing that with me. And the younger one's like real fast on his. Uh, we're practicing with my GSG 1911, and he can like press out, get a sight picture, pew, and then reload, pew, reload, uh, and get four mags in there. Uh, sorry, five because one on the gun in 12 seconds, which is oh my like, gosh, you know, he's like nice. uh, 10 or 11. Yes, good, good, yeah. So, um, 
That's good. Um, oh, I don't know if you guys have tried buying 20 gauge, but it just like I've tried I, every time I go to the gun store. I'm like, do they have any target 20 gauge so I can add a couple boxes in case my kid wants to shoot a three gun match? No. Can you no. shove a 26 gauge in there and then you and Kelly could like share ammo? I don't know how this works. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Need a hammer. Just tap it in. <laughs> like a find two forties and put them in there. Maybe that would work up to a 20. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they don't really have any. So I got a box and a half. It's not going to do it. I mean, he's going to be no. running my 12 gauge. <laughs> so he's been, uh, he's been practicing with my 12. It's fine. It's a heavier gun, but I think the recoil is going to be the same because it's a heavier gun, but it's shooting 12 gauge. I think it's going to be the same all, all out. And it's a like an objectively better quality shotgun than the Pardis 20 gauge that, uh, that he was running. So less likely to, uh, to fail on him, I guess. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it should be good. I've just I've been working over my uh, WSMCR, making sure it's ready for that uh, for that match. And uh, I just put a new fiber in my Shadow Two because it was looking like it was starting to pull through. So I put another one in there, and I made I, I made like I don't know you know, those those mushrooms on both sides. They're they're huge this, this time. <laughs> it's not going to come out unless it breaks. So hmm. uh, I'm good on that. Don't side. you hate that? You're in the middle of shooting a competition, and all of a sudden there is no front fiber optic in your set. You're going, oh, what the hell happened? A lot. Close me case, down a lot. In my case, yeah. no front sight one time. That was that slowed me down. Yeah. At least with the fiber out, you could still aim and shoot. It's just if you're used to looking for the red and just like mashing it on anything that looks brown with the with the red, it just it it totally ruins your uh, your mojo. Yeah. Um, oh, one other thing. So um, I brought all my pistols out to the the Sherwood Park uh, event. I was hoping if anyone wanted to buy my Terra, they'd be like, "Hey, I like that." But uh, no such, no such. The no first such person what? to shoot it had a jam with it. Yeah, yeah, um, You know what gun everyone wanted to shoot? What? The red what? dot nineteen. The red dot nineteen eleven. Oh yeah, everyone oh, yeah, wanted a red to shoot dot that on one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, that one. I'm like, it's just in a Rinko. <laughs> they're like, nope, everyone wanted to shoot that one. So hmm. that one got a bunch of rounds through it. And then some people uh afterwards like came back again for another round and they they they're like, I want something without the red dot. And they try the Glock and they're like, Oh, I like that way better. They just because it's like shooting red dot versus iron sights, right? But some people really like the red dot, some people like the iron sights, it was interesting. Oh, sorry. That was a lot of stuff, but that was two weeks. That was two weeks worth of stuff. And I'm Thanks, Trevor. Getting some stuff done right now. <laughs> I'm not angry enough. Sorry. That's true. I could I could call you names or something. Don't have a good enough beard either. <laughs> Don't look like a hobo. It's not hobo enough. I'll grow it out. I'll grow it out some more. It's not. Uh, what about you, Kyle? Uh, a couple weekends ago, installed some cold range lights on the rifle range just got a little bit more work to do on that and just getting prepped i had uh also went to the our dynamic pistol night there again and we had actually a pretty cool little f fun stress test i have a video but it's a couple minutes long and i still have a list here so i don't think i'm actually going to pull that up but uh, it was fun carrying weights do this little course and shooting through barriers and that and i bought a couple pistols I uh, first one I bought was a Canic TP9 SFX Rival from Marstar, and then I was bugging me, so I figured I'd call Korth, and they had some Ruger 5.7s there. Mm. So bought one of those, 
And actually, today my transfer notification came in for my Ruger, mm. but not my Canic, which is interesting. So, this is definitely the longest I've had to wait for a transfer notification. But, uh, yeah. I think I actually got the last rival, too, because I went on, on there to show Crystal which one I bought, and it was showing out of stock right after I bought it, so... <laughs> I don't know if you saw, but Tyson, I think Tyson was selling his personal like competition mags because I saw some at Wolverine. If you're looking for some cheap mags for the Canic, oh, okay, yeah, they had they had the aluminum bumpers on them and everything. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Because yeah, I definitely want some mags for that. Uh, we went and hung out in the range on Saturday, so National Range Day. There was no real big event at our range, but we just went down as a family, hung out. Crystal went, cool. shot some sporting clays, get some practice in, and I had unloaded, well, we had targets show up, so unloaded the truck of clay targets, and yeah, hung out with Gage and all day, and then had a fire there at night, so it was nice, nice family day at it the It was range. a fire on purpose, correct? Yes, on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fire on purpose. Yeah, ordered some wings and had a fire. It was, it was firemen came by. It was lovely. <laughs> yeah, they were they're really friendly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be curious about that Ruger fifty seven. How that thing is to shoot because uh, or the five seven rather because uh, yeah, it's kind of a cool round. Yeah, I, I shot a five seven gun. like an FN five seven before, and always thought it was really interesting. Um, Although I did, after buying the gun, I then went and checked out ammo. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the low, cheapest I found was like 90 cents a round. I kind of hope that more people would make carbines in that and that it would actually become like a pistol caliber carbine round because it would be awesome out of a PCC. What about yeah, reloading? Well, and then I realized that there's the, uh, what is it, PS90 is... Mm. The five seven, and I'm like, well, I've oh, never really from. wanted one before, but now I kind of do. <laughs> yeah. It's a neat little round. You can basically put a round right through an M3 Bradley from end to end, from what I hear. So you know, yeah, be good. Well, our dynamic pistol group, we got another thing of ballistics gel coming, so I'm actually going to get them to hold off until I have the gun and some ammo because that's that's a round I want to see in the ballistics gel and see how that does, and neat. more uh, level two armor that we need to dispose of. So, cool. and Crystal decided that she wants to shoot the team three gun match in Peace River this year. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. And she's already got a teammate and her teammate shooting in the 22 division. So we went out and bought her a 22. Nice. That's actually really cool. Oh, that's exciting. I'm happy for her. Oh, so that's we why went you're and got her. Yeah, I know I said it was too late because we already owned it. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought her the Mauser M15, which is pretty much here. This is why I have this camera. All intents and purposes from what I'm seeing, it's the same thing as a GSG yep. uh, G15. Yep. Same mags. Yep. Actually found some mags. So. so, yeah, I ordered up some 45-degree... Uh, rail mounts because it come with iron sights so i'm gonna mount those on a 45 for her and get one of my loopholes back for my dad and mount it on there and 
Yeah. She's Should all be. good to go. She'll have fun. a rifle. I want pictures. I, uh, I want video. You're going to have to take those. That'll be a blast. Yeah. Oh, of course there's going to be video. There's always video. But uh, finish building an M2 for her. So, because she'll use my uh, spare M2 that I'm in the middle of building. Haven't decided spare. what she's going to use for a pistol. It'll either be my. Block 17 or mechanic. <laughs> but either way, I now figured, okay, yeah, we buy the. Well, until she found out she was going to be shooting in 22, it was like, okay, I have all the guns for you. It's all good. You're set up. <clears throat> but now I realize I have to, besides the actual belt, I have to buy a whole belt set up for left hand. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Left hand mm -hmm. holster and mag yeah. pouches and that. So, yeah. Yeah. But that'll be good. And they're bumping up the team match, so I actually, hopefully, that transfer comes in for the Canic because I'd like to shoot, have her shoot that, and see if not. Yeah, she can always shoot the Glock and yeah. here, take this, it's... see if it works. <laughs> well, you know Jonah. what? Nils shoots that Canic, and he's one of the top. So I figured it's got to be at least decent. Do you want a recommendation for an inexpensive holster? Sure. They've got knockoff Safari Land GLSs on AliExpress. I run this one every once in a while. Yeah. It's the same. I just couldn't not say anything. Except it's $10. This is, a, this is a Glock 48 in this one. So we're it's working? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. And the nice Holster thing is that. Exploded you or giving change... you lead poisoning yet? What's that? Holster hasn't exploded or given you lead poisoning yet? Uh, well, you never know about the lead poisoning or the cancer. It can talk about that more. holster. It has a little bit of play to it, not as, but it still works pretty good. Oh yeah, they, yeah. There's a little bit of rattle on them because they lock onto the uh, trigger guard, and they're, they're, yeah. it's not it's not a tight close in on the rest. But the nice part is that it comes right out as soon as you disable it. It's just popping out of there. There's no resistance. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'll check that out. I was thinking I might give my buddy down in uh, Wyoming a. Uh, a call and see what he can put together for that. But yeah, we gotta get that get that figured out soon because we don't actually have a date. But especially with everything going on, I think they're talking moving it up to late July, early August. So oh, it will be nice that. not to think that it might actually snow and we have to bring winter clothes and everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh -huh. uh, that, <laughs> I finally broke down my 650 and rebuilt it to fix that uh, loading issue. Now it's working a little bit better. Like I sat down for an hour and uh, loaded a a small batch of ammo. As uh, would say. Is it no size? Small batch, nice. Well, yeah, it was a small batch. It's only an hour. Okay. Eight, uh, 800 rounds, but... Okay, no, it's not those <laughs> It's not a small batch. What are you talking about? <laughs> but it was still hiccuping a little bit, so I'm thinking maybe shell plate, but it was a much better. Like before, it was taking an hour to get 400 rounds done, so... Yeah, nice. Yeah, and I also finally fixed up my WK, drilled out the receiver, put that uh, brass bushing in for the piston... And got that put together, so that's ready to go now. Nice. And 
I love Thingiverse. I've been working on uh, a couple different ideas for potential trophies for our sporting clay match in July. Oh, that's cool. So we'll see. We got playing with around with a couple of designs, see see what the people at the club think and whatnot. And then this weekend I have a company shoot. Sporting clays on Saturday, and I'm cooking up like three briskets for that. And then Sunday, I'll be in Peace River for the uh, three gun. Cool. So, yeah, it's been a busy boy. Busy couple weeks, yeah. (laughs) And lots of new guns. Yeah, yeah. More new guns than I was expecting, but. hmm? (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Kelly Kelly wants us to move along. (laughs) Well, Kelly, what did you do? (laughs) What did I do? I did a whole bunch. It's been a couple of days or a couple of weeks since we talked about this. So I I shot a steel match. Mm. It was kind of a steel match-ish. Anyways, a group of us went and shot it and it was fun. Um, What else did I do? Oh, I signed up. I got kind of asked or... Yeah, I got asked if I wanted to uh, do some stats and some scorekeeping at an IPSC match that's going to be held at FRPC uh, next weekend. So I'm going to do that, but I'm also going to shoot it as well. So it's exciting. I'm going to do another IPSC match. I'm doing this weekend. I am doing the ATT course for new member orientation this weekend. So I got asked to do that. So I'm going to lead it this time as opposed to the other person. So he wants to give it away to people, and why not? I can take on more stuff. So that's that. Uh, what else? I bought ammo at SFRC. Yeah, I got a, I bought it when there was a good deal going on, but I actually didn't get the discount, which was weird. <laughs> so I went, oh, well, it is what it is. I'm happy to pay full price just because they always give me a really good deal, and I, I like to support SFRC. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the other thing that happened with everything that was going on I kind of was looking at the Shadow 2 when I was buying the ammo, and I went, no, I'm going to hold off to see what happens on Monday, because I just don't know. You know. Anyway, so the announcement was made, and then that Shadow 2 was gone, or all the Shadow 2 was gone, or were gone, but I have some friends at SFRC, and they said, we just got some Shadow 2s in. I said, put one away for me right now. Here's my everything, so I bought a Shadow 2. So nice. It's nice. Oh, yeah. Anyways, and then on Wednesday night, went and did the uh, usual, you know, Wednesday night meeting that I do with Kelly. We went and shot some clays, and it was weird. We had um, some really weird winds happening, so we had the clays were all over the place, but we still had a really good time. Uh, Okay, let me say that it was a good time because we were out shooting and <laughs> I was running. I was running really, really well for right from the get go. But by the time I got to Station Six, everything just fell off the wheel. The wheels fell off the bus. I couldn't hit a clay if I threw my. I I couldn't hit a clay after that, and then I actually lost. I had a full box of uh, am of shells and. I ended up with only 24, so I didn't finish because I couldn't find the other shell. I looked everywhere. I thought I dropped it. Anyways, it was just a weird night. So did that last night, but it was still fun. We got to chat a little bit, and we also got to break some clays. So I uh, did the Maple Seed call, as Adriel was talking about. We do those every Wednesday night. And we also did the She Shoot call on Tuesday nights. And just to let you know, the next episode of She Shoots is next Tuesday. We it's, So the 
episode itself is called um, Boots, Chaps, and Cowboy Hats. I was going to, I was going to say Boots, Assless Chaps, and Cowboy Hats, but Whoa. nobody wanted to have that. <laughs> Plus, all chaps are assless, so. Yeah. That's true, right? Otherwise, they'd be pants. <laughs> so it's Boots, Chaps, and Ass- Boots, Chaps, and uh, Cowboy Hats, and we're going to have Sarah Hisson on. I think some of you might know Sarah Hisson. And yeah, she's people. awesome. And yeah. she is awesome, isn't she? Yeah, she's so she's going to be on. She's going to be talking about cowboy action and women getting into it. So it's going to be lots cool. and lots of fun. So the last thing that I did and that I wanted to talk about was Range Day. So Range Day, I went to EOSC. So the nation's capital, I was there. So that's the one that everybody saw with all the bouncy castles and slides. And we had popcorn and cotton candy. And we also had... A lot of shooting that was happening so not only did we i was just talking about cowboy action so we had a cowboy action demo that was set up it was awesome uh i was working in the pistol bay so we got to see lots and lots of people the really cool thing was there was a lot of families that came out specifically they came out one because it was free for kids but they had again bouncy castles and you know popcorn and candy so i saw a lot of people bring kids anywhere from there was kids that are literally just walking. So two-year-olds right up until, you know, teens and, and that. And there was whole families that were there. And it was a lot, a lot of fun. There was a lot of preparation that went into it as well. So uh, Tracy Wilson did a fantastic job in USC. Had lots of people that were there for volunteers. They strung up. It was like a carnival. So they strung up these carnival, you know, the little pendant flags and everything. They strung those all up and, and it was, there was face paint. There was all kinds of really cool things that were happening. So we had a, a rifle range that people could go and shoot everything from 22, up, you know, two, two, three, five, five, six. Vortex optics or Vortex was there. So Reg Wales, um, uh, we had, uh, Peter Ray was there and Ken, Ken, one of my faves was there and they gave away swag. I got a new hat. I was, uh, I actually picked out a black hat originally and it was one of those little profiles where it was, you know, everything was just very discreet and I'm going, hell no, I'm going to wear this one because you can see the logo and I'll wear it on the show. (laughs) Anyways, they were there. People could shoot for free with Vortex as well and they gave away all kinds of different swag. Lots of fun, too. Those guys are really, really cool. Um, and then we had a range dedicated to kids who could shoot. It was unlimited for them. They could shoot whatever they wanted. Um, Pascal, who is one of our instructors for Project Maple Seed, he was there, and he ran that range, and he brought his daughter, Avery. Now, the National Range Day promo material that you saw going around, you there was a one like the one that's behind me currently black and white and then there was one with a little girl and she has on a pink hat and the big ears you saw that one mm-hmm. everybody saw that one yes so that's avery so that picture i'm not sure people know this or not i took that picture at a maple seed event so avery was there with her dad and she was shooting a cz and she was cute as a button so i took the picture and then uh, the ccfr asked if they could actually use it for promo material and i got permission <laughs> from uh, Pascal, her father, and he says, sure, no problem. Anyways, so they used it for the National Range Day. And Avery is no longer that little girl that's beside her. Well, she's still pretty, I think she's about 12 or 13. Anyways, she's still pretty tiny and she's cute as button. So she was helping her dad at 
the kids booth and running kids through and she was she's a competitive ORPS and CRPS and she does Rimfire Nation uh. and that and so she brought her medals so that she could show all the kids and she brought her gun that she competes with so they can see cool. this really cool gun anyways so she walked up beside Tracy and she, Tracy told me this story and she was smiling at Tracy and she's going like <laughs> I'm here. Tracy's looking at her and she, she, she goes, Do you know me? And Tracy goes, No. <laughs> and she goes, That's me. She's pointing. Tracy's standing right beside the sign. She goes, That's me. <laughs> it was awesome. Nice. Anyways, so she is huge into shooting right now. And her goal is to be in the top three for Rimfire Nation so that she can go down to the U.S. with her dad. And that's going to be one of the trips. And maybe cool. I should and let the cat out of the bag. Anyways. So well, it's I, a great I, story. Kelly, did, you, did you have anyone show up with a National Range Day t-shirt? Yeah. We had one guy show up. And I didn't even know. Like, I saw him show up with a National Range. I'm like, oh uh are you like a volunteer he's like no, i just got the t-shirt off the website i'm like what there's a yeah. thing there's they are available we had somebody mm -hmm. a vendor there selling them in that and you can go to the website you can still go to the website and yeah. get the hats and t-shirts it's going to be a year-long thing year after year that you can go and do this Good. so yeah you can go and order all the swag uh we had people uh, showing up in it i got i got a staff t-shirt it was kind of cool actually really nice and that one of so I was doing pistol. One of the best shooters. I was I was at the MMP station nine mil. Anyways, I had one of the best shooters. He came up. He wanted specifically to shoot the MMP, and the reason is because he does airsoft, and that's his pistol. He's fifteen uh. years old. His dad was taking video of him, and he was a pro with it. And he just he was super safe, but he was the best shooter, and like he was dab on for everything and he said this is cool i like the real thing i like my airsoft he says too but i like the real thing and his real dad steel. was so proud of him <laughs> nice it was awesome <laughs> so it was a really really good day i got to hang out with a lot of really good cool people i got to meet a lot of really cool, cool people but the biggest thing was there was so many families there there was it was just really nice the other thing is also we had a couple mps that showed up uh, but we also, I got to meet in person Lisa Roper, which is fantastic because I've chatted with her repeatedly. We had her on She Shoots and that, and she's a really nice person too. And I got to see some of my other friends that are part of that industry too. So I liked it. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. So I think that's everything I did. It's a lot. I talked a lot. Sorry, and really fast too. But Mo, I wanted to get to you. How, how much time do I have, Kelly? <laughs> talk faster talk faster okay so i went to waterloo for faster, a, a faster, level go, three go, go, go. match they've six <laughs> match just this afternoon um ended only a few hours ago it was a great squad of guys um awesome. it moved along so well uh because it was a level three there was definitely a lot of tough like you know distance shots and, and partials and there was some interesting things like one of the stages had a wall with a rope and two. So there was a ipsic target to the right and an ipsic target to the left. And to engage them, you had to hang from the, like swing out from the oh, holding yeah. the rope. Now I saw some people do it where like they went to the right and then kind of went underneath themselves and, and shot, 
still strong hand and shot on the other side. And I didn't do that. I, and I, not everybody did it that way anyways, but I basically like went to the right, shot it, let go of the ropes, switched hands. Like I, I just, I didn't want to sweep myself at all. So hmm. I did it that way. Um, there was another stage with a moving platform, which was also the first time I've done that. And that was, that was interesting. And we were shooting at steel on a moving platform and some Those other. Those are fun. Yeah, <laughs> that was challenging, but, but it was, it was still fun. And then there was a lot of like tight corners and, and, you know, potential nine, 90 breaking 90 and stuff, but it went really well. We had another stage where we were, it was like, you would start at the, but you would start at the, the, I guess, front end of it and then work your way backwards. And, uh, oh, so that was great too. Um, like I said, challenge. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it was, yeah. I think I did pretty well, not every stage, but I was, I was really happy with how I did. Yeah. And, uh, and it, um, it was supposed to rain and it didn't like, it was mm -hmm. kind of spitting a little bit at the beginning, but then, then we didn't, didn't really get any rain. And it was nice because it wasn't 30 plus, uh, <laughs> And yes, I was drinking water. I even brought a Gatorade today too. So that wow. was a, that was <laughs> that was a new thing. Did um, you have trail mix? No, no, no. <laughs> no trail mix. I should just, I be having trail mix now too. Is that another? Uh... I hear Mo just stuffed pizza in his pockets, and that was that was dinner for the day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, just slice in each pocket, and you're good. <laughs> so yeah, it was just a lot of fun, um, and. Uh, like I said, the, the squad was really great. Jarrett that listens to the show, he was he was in my squad. Um, He's a cool guy. Yeah, great, great guy. And yeah. um, for my national range day, I went to Cornwall, and that was uh, was run by Jen, who was on our one of our guests from last week, yep. and she did a nice. fantastic job. Not just her, but the the rest of the like their board. Mm -hmm. um, I want to forget anybody but Bruce the president, Jim that does their training, another Jim that kind of runs their like events and stuff. Yep. And they had set up um all great guys. They 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 were so welcoming to everybody. And Jen had sent set it up where they had uh, groups of people coming like every two hours, 8 30, 10 30, and, and so on, right? And they had set up some some 20 like a 22 pistol and a 22 uh, 22 rifle. So they got to they got to shoot those. And then also there was an open house for anybody that just wanted to come in to watch. And nice. then part of that was they had a group of the cowboy, cowboy action shooters there. And uh, so they, uh, I think it was three of them, four of them. And um, so they were in their getup and they had set up all, all sorts of stuff. And it was so cool. And Armand that was on our show a couple months ago, I guess, uh, he was there. And he, again, he, it was great to meet him in person. He had his daughter there. Uh, he, he gave me a, he gave me a holster and he puts a 45 on me. And then next thing you know, I'm like getting to shoot one of their, one of their stages, which was so much fun. Uh, mm -hmm. so I got, I got to do that. And, uh, they also had a, at another range, they had set up an, an Ipsic stage and they were, they weren't letting people shoot it, of course, but they were just, they had some of the Ipsic shooters there and they were demoing a stage for people that were coming in. And then also beside that, they had set up a, a steel challenge stage. So, uh, so people coming in the door and you can see people's faces, like all the, you know, that had never seen these kind of things before <laughs> and all the huge smiles. And, and, um, and I noticed a lot of couples and it wasn't just, it was a mix of like young couples and older couples. And it was great to see. Awesome. And of course, everybody just like seemed to be 
loving what they were seeing. So I think it was a huge success. Nice. It was really awesome. well done. And, and based on the reactions of people, I think it was a huge success. Yeah. Um, and I think the way Jen set it up, that it was just an open house, but it wasn't clear that that was a, a gun range, a fire range. So there might have been people coming in that they had no idea what was going on. But it seems like, like they liked what they saw. So, <laughs> um, so that would that like a, a great success overall. Um, nice. I Good. signed up for another match in Granville, which I'm going to be doing uh, in two days. Um, I um, it so happens that Kelly was talking about buying a, a Shadow Two, and I had one that I I used to use for for the matches, and, and uh, someone had posted in the in the Ipsic Ontario forum that they were looking for one. It happened to be somebody that I knew that I had met at the matches. So I ended up selling it to him. Now yes. it's all good that the, the sale has been made, but the transfer I've made, yeah. like I, I lost count of how many calls I made. And then, and I'm sure everybody's going through this, right? Calling in for these transfers. And I've called at all different times. I tried first thing in the morning, you know, just before nine o'clock to try to get through and then sometimes it goes it goes straight to where it kicks you out and then other times you're waiting for a couple of minutes and then one time i was waiting for a lot longer and i'm like okay i'm actually going to get through this is great and then oh got booted out again <laughs> yeah. so um yeah so did you email and fax them yeah so i ended up i ended up emailing them i got the i got the form and i ended up emailing that was yesterday so i haven't heard anything back yet but i'm hoping fingers crossed that that actually that actually goes through um so yeah so hopefully that'll get that'll get done at some point hopefully yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, i think i want to think that is everything for me but um okay so we can get in i guess everybody got their turn right yes mm -hmm. uh, okay <laughs> So get into upcoming events sponsored by TLS Alpha. TLS Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. They help with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, virtual processors, and social media. Learn more at TLSAlpha.com. Uh, so if you want to check out all the Maple Seed events, uh, you can go to MapleSeedRifleman.com. There should be some still available. Yes, a few yeah, on there. Some yeah, we're, at, we're adding some right now too. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure there's so still some available for Grand Prairie. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. So definitely go on the site and and uh, and book a book a maple seed because it's a lot hey, of Mo. Uh, Kelly. You know what I'm gonna ask, right? Yes, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Me and my bottles of water and Gatorade and now trail makes apparently uh, are going to be coming. So, um, all Costco, right, get the pack of hot rods that you'd find at like a gas station. Oh, mm. nice! They're nice. so disgusting. But I and love if you get, them and if you install oh, the grease that comes off. Yeah. Do you want and me to have that first thing in the morning before I start a maple seed? Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to lube up the system. Yeah, and if you get yourself some uh, some Molly, get a Molly vest. You can get the double mag pouches, and you can just stick like four in each mag pouch. You're good to go there all day. Go. Okay, good advice. Thank you. Hold yeah, just wipe the dirt off from when you're down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <Extra> then. Minerals. <laughs> 
So we'll talk about Ladies Days. Kelly, also known as the CCFR Women's Division, is looking to support sponsored Ladies Days events at your range. This is a range-driven initiative, but if you would like sponsorship and support, contact Kelly at slamfireradio at gmail.com or info at firearmsrights.ca. Someone emailed them about that. Yeah, so I replied. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, we didn't put in the caribou challenge into the events. Uh-uh. It's in the nope. email. It. Yeah. I figured ah, we put it in okay. the email, and the okay. reason Nothing's is finalized yet. Adriel, right. Adriel, oh. you're going to have to read through it. Okay. I don't call dibs on it. Okay. <laughs> I do call. That's dibs. a former guest of ours that mailed it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but it's a little longer, so we put it in there instead right. of putting it in the event section. Perfect. Yeah, I'd love to do that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll right. get into the news. The first story is about. Uh, handgun sales hot in Edmonton, aren't they hot and ev- hot everywhere? Yeah. So, like, the only reason I added this one in is because they're saying that Kenny is promising to fight against the uh, federal leg- legislation. Good. Um, it's a common thing here in Alberta. Whatever the federal government is doing, we we pledge to do the opposite, and uh, I, I agree with it most of the time. <laughs> how's that, how's that <laughs> lately? That's how's that working out idea. so far? Uh, it fails uh-huh. every time, but uh, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad that someone's complaining. <laughs> and puts us further down the ladder, yeah. We're always at the bottom of the ladder. Come yeah. on, don't joke yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> now that oil is nice and expensive, we get to pay for everyone else's uh, nice stuff. But um, yeah, so uh, the, the quote was from, I, I believe it was from P&D, and they're like, yeah, we sold all our handguns. And uh, Kenny was talking about, you know, he was cool. saber rattling and talking about like, uh, oh, this is some BS and we're gonna maybe, fight this. Maybe he could just challenge real. Trudeau to single combat, and whoever wins it, their law goes. Trudeau beat beat up the last conservative politician that he fought in the ring. I don't know if that's a good plan. Oh, oh, He's ring. Oh, oh, yeah. ring. Oh, oh. I was thinking more pistols at dawn, but oh, I bet he's got pistols. Can, I, bet can you, he I, I bet you Trudeau's got pistols. The problem is Trudeau would bring twenty guys with pistols who have the good yeah. pistols. <laughs> They just yeah. shoot you. Yeah, no, I don't think he'd win against Kenny. I think Kenny would lose. But uh, I am glad that he's uh, arguing that uh, that they shouldn't yeah. be doing this. You know, one thing that uh, I don't know if you guys saw Runkle's video, but um, he was talking about uh, protection orders. Yep. Um, so protection orders are like an ex parte. You don't you don't get you don't necessarily have to be there. Someone else can just be like, no, I need a protection order. Kelly has threatened to to kill me. And uh, on multiple occasions. On multiple occasions, and therefore I need. Just you know, it's joking, right? I this is a joke, and uh, I am I'm doing this for illustration purposes only. Um, the court doesn't have to hear from Kelly being like, "What the hell? No, that guy's crazy. He's, he, that's obviously a lie." Uh, that protection order can be filed, and if it is, Kelly Guess can't handguns. Kelly can't own handguns ever. Minutes later, it's over. No matter whether my complaint is valid or not. Really, I hadn't gotten that part of it. into a whole new level. Because the protection protection order is a protection. If you've ever had a protection order filed against you, legit or not, tough luck. Then it would be Wheaton <coughs> versus Adriel Michaud, and it'd be Amber Heard all over again. <laughs> Except for I'd be Depp. You'd be Depp. I want to be Depp. Come on. No, you'd be okay. falling, filing the false. I got a I got an appointment with your bed. And uh, it's not it's not the kind of appointment you want it to be. I think Kelly would pull the hat off better, so I'm going. With I'll blame the dog too. Have you seen my dog? He's 17 pounds. I don't think it's going <laughs> to. The size of the dog. 
anyways i thought the news item was interesting for that uh, yeah. kenny's saying he's gonna fight it uh next uh the, the next link on there is this mclean's one on handgun uh sales this is uh he's got a quote from select shooting supplies is that the is that the company ryan simper yeah, Ryan's with Select Shooting Okay, supplies. yeah, Select Shooting Supplies. Yeah, he's basically, yeah, we sold out all of our handguns. Uh, what's interesting in that article is that it talks about the process. It talks about, like, not only just, like, yes, they've all sold out, but also says, like, oh, and yeah. these have all been sold to people who have, like, gone through all this rigor removal and uh, checked for this and checked for that. And by the way, the RCMP should not be spending time on this. They should be spending time on vetting licensed applicants and not taking our calls so we can say, can I please have a handgun? Can you please move this number from this database entry to this one so I can get my Glock 48 in the mail? I was commenting to somebody on Facebook, it is remarkable how updating a database entry through the government is turned into some incredibly long and convoluted and expensive process when all you're literally doing is just drop down new owner, drop down old owner, New address old. Probably autofills all that stuff. I design. Oh, no, it doesn't. Come on, Dave. You're thinking that they have like tech from 10 years ago. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <clears throat> it's how my stuff all works. It's easy. Yeah, yeah but you have uh, things that are up to date. I do know working for the government, we have things that are 20 years old. Well, if the CFC phone system is any example, I just, I just helped roll out a phone system in my company. And if our phone system worked like that, I'd be looking for a job right now, and I'd probably fire myself. <laughs> Why is yeah. it randomly hanging up on everyone? Like, wait, wait, wait. not good. What is it doing? This is, so, like, this <clears throat> this is a, a once in a not a once in a lifetime, once in a generation. Yeah. This is not going to happen very often. The, the number of calls and number of restricted transfers they're going to have to do, like, this is it. Um, yeah. Till they were. They weren't doing life. well with the volume before. Even before this, their volume was uh, was was more than they could handle. Uh, throw in uh, sixty to eighty thousand handgun transfers, and uh, all of a sudden the system is really not doing well. <laughs> to the surprise of no one. Will Will we ever know the number? Uh, we I, we heard we heard sixty thousand last last week. Uh, we heard sixty thousand, and that sounds credible. Um, the other number I heard in terms of like uh, restricted license owners is, is two hundred and seventy six thousand. Um, so like sixty to eighty thousand. Keep in mind, like maybe they'd buy more, but like there's just nothing in stock. Like if if yeah. you had a if you had a couple of shadow ones and shadow twos looking at you right now, it'd probably be more people buying, right? But mm -hmm. if all we're stuck at looking at is is crappy old uh, revolvers, which no one wants. <laughs> Because uh, they're junk, thanks to Adriel. Everybody's like, I was going to buy a revolver, but then I want some people like Adriel. them, Adriel. Some people like them. Some people like, you know, flintlocks too. Yeah, Elwood Apps um, has very little stock. I just went and checked, and they normally have a storeroom full of handguns. Like they have hundreds of handguns. They have some really crappy prohibs, and they have a twenty-four thousand dollar Luger. If anyone happens to be into that, twenty-four thousand and twenty-four grand. Yeah, and um, not much else. That's about it. Okay, yeah. Then. yeah. Yeah. So just I the retailers have been working their ass off literally. I do mm -hmm. know people that yeah. have been working overnight 20 hours in a day just to try and get those transfers into the system so that people can get their handguns. They've been working. All, <laughs> They've the, been working. all the, the the guys that uh that I talked to had the, who had their all our pals but no handgun, theirs are all transferred. So yeah. the retailers they bought from did their well most part one of them wasn't uh, that retailer uh, will not be named but next week if they still haven't transferred I'm throwing a name out 
Uh, there will be names. <laughs> they got a, they got a week to you know transfer all their handguns in their inventory. <laughs> I, I think it's more than hundreds though, Dave, because like um, oh, one of the smaller shops mentioned they did eight. Uh, Profit River mentioned they did eight hundred. And like I don't, they're yes. not a they're not a huge no, they're not shop big. for handguns. Like I don't know what ten to move. They move like probably like ten thousand. Oh, ten. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, I I would bet that Elwood no, probably Elf's had probably uh, thousands. Yeah. Thousands. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Um, Next news item: uh, U.S. bans. Uh, this hasn't reached the Senate yet, but they voted on it, and it went through that part. Uh, not the Senate part, but the the one before. And their bill, it's like there's been a bunch of mass shootings in the U.S., and they are uh, voting on, uh, there's kind of three things in this bill. I, it had like some smarmy uh, double plus good title to it. But, <laughs> Protect uh, our kids act. Protect our kids act. But the things that were in there, uh, raising the minimum age for buying assault rifles to 21 years old, Um no more large capacity magazines. They could define large capacity as over 15 rounds, which that's going to make for some really weird AR mags, right? Because like mm -hmm. the 20 rounder is kind of like the small dinky one for an AR. What do you do with a 15 rounder? You have to like get some super small thing. And I think in the US, they like they've they had mag cap limits before for these kinds of guns. Some states. This is like going yes. back to it. State by state. Yeah. yeah. And then secure storage requirements. I though I haven't seen much details on those. Or, okay. Yeah. Richard is saying that 146,000 restricted PAL owners per the gun blog. I would like to see a source on that if they've got one because um, I ha it's very difficult to find sources. And the 276,000 I was quoting was from well, I think an article. He's, he's talking actual RPAL holders, not transfers. Licenses. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I understand that, but I don't know. Okay. Um, I haven't seen that number before. 646,000. I, I heard 800,000 yesterday, but that was. Specific. I don't think so. If there's 2.2 million uh, 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 non-restricted PAL owners, uh, the number of RPAL owners has to be quite a bit less than that. Quite it's a bit. It's been growing a lot lately, though, the last couple of years. Yes. Like the number of handguns yeah. in the country is has almost doubled in, what, 10 years or something? Is it even 10 yeah, years? 10% every year. So like yeah. the, the doubling effect is very short on uh, on that kind of a time frame. Yeah. Everybody I know pretty much getting their PAL lately has just been going to screw it and getting their RPAL anyway. Makes yep, sense. That's because they have you as a friend. <laughs> and you're like, get them both. You're an idiot. Why <laughs> not get an pal, dumbass? Yeah, true. yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, looking for a way to help the CCFR fund the massive upcoming court battle? Now is more important than ever. Definitely. Become a member, donate to the legal fund by sending an EMT to finance at farmsrights.ca. I didn't realize that my membership had expired. I have no idea why. I found out last night, so I immediately renewed and donated money. Good. Awesome. I did see that. There's also a challenge out right now that um, Michael Oberg issued to everybody. So $5, pledge $5 a week. How much do you spend on a Starbucks coffee? Nothing, because I can't oh, afford okay. a $20 mocha frappuccino <laughs> double soy latte from some okay. jackass that has a title like a barista from a company that has a slogan. I can't <laughs> eat at places that have slogans. I don't have that kind of money. What the hell's the tip on that? It's like five bucks or something. Holy shit. Have you replaced you what kind of language is this? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, five bucks a week. So the tip on your Starbucks coffee, in other words. 
Correct. So it's okay. a nominal fee. So pledge that yeah, once a week. Plan. I know that there is somebody who is watching, listening that has done that. So it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You could also you know go what? to if everybody that had a handgun in Canada did that. The CCFR would be would be good to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or even just if you want to do like a one-time donation, hundred bucks, yeah. five hundred bucks, ten thousand dollars. Somebody, I see what I saw. I saw somebody couldn't buy a gun that they were looking for, so they decided oh, yeah. to take the money and that. that they would have spent mm-hmm. on that gun, and they donated it up. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Hmm. That's great. Cool. And you saw what it uh, – did we talk about IPSA Canada donated to – Actually, I don't think that did get brought up. No, we Oh, didn't. I guess I should have put that – it was what, 29 – it was 29,000. Like, it was, was a year – 30,000, uh, yeah. Yeah, 29 to 30,000. It was like a – Fifty percent of a year's worth of um, correct memberships, Membership. correct? Yep. So good on Ipsic. Well, really if we are not allowed to possess or buy fire uh, yes. pistols, <laughs> Ipsic's done. Done. Yeah. yeah you know, I was thinking. Nice. I was thinking about like I'm. I'm always like super capitalist, like make money at at all costs. Um, and I was thinking about um, what if you just bought ten Shadow Ones and like kept okay. it, like kept them at your place, okay? In the future, what if people want to shoot Ipsic? They don't have a handgun. You go, you go around to like gonna... matches, and you're like, "I have rental Shadow Ones." You got a belt, you got holsters, wow. mag pouches. Rent wow. out Shadow hey, Ones. Need a Shadow One. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're the guy that you're one. the guy that will go to the desert and charge fifteen dollars for a bottle of water. Uh huh. Fifteen. Oh, would you make cheap. them shoot your ammo? Sorry, no. The Shadow One only works with my ammo. My ammo is a dollar I, around. Nobody, <laughs> shoot, nobody shoots their ammo out of my gun. <laughs> Period. You're not blowing That's up my gun real. with your exactly. crappy reloads your factory. Nah, I can't yeah. trust them. Sorry. Yeah. I had a guy Blaze blow up air? a gun. Don't ever heard of it. I had a guy blow up a gun at a match, and then I loaned him my gun, and he's like, yep, I got ammo. And I'm like, no, you do nope. not. <laughs> <laughs> And then he emailed me after and said, yeah, good call. I pulled all the bullets when I got home and they were all double loads. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What are we doing right now? Now we're going to, we're going to talk about uh, Slamfire Radio as a brand ambassador for Bolt Action Coffee. The coffee is roasted in small batches like ammo. And it's quite honestly, some of the best coffee you can get your hands on. Send it to your house by going to www.boltactioncoffee.com. Discount code. Slamfire all uppercase. And we'll get into new gun stuff. And this first one here, I saw the notice, but I haven't seen it. Like, I haven't seen very many specs on it. It's the Duria TM22. Hmm. It's a 22. It, I don't know how they got this past uh, without getting it classified as an AR 15. That looks like an AR 15 to me, doesn't it? Looks like an AK <laughs> to me because of the magazine. <laughs> don't care. I'm being oh, facetious. God. AK-15? AK-15. So it's like an AR kind of looking 22. It's got like a kind of a collapsible, but not collapsible because it's fixed buttstock and it's got like the AR look on it. It's in 22. I have no idea what mags it takes. I have no idea what the action is on it. But it's got to be Turkish for it to be a Durya. I don't know. I'm not aware of any Turkish semi-auto 22. So I have no idea what this is. Ooh, and they come in different colors. Pretty. I wish I could zoom in on it, and then maybe I could, like... Uh, what's the operating mechanism? Is this, like, a... Yeah, it's I don't a, know. It's a blowback. 
Hundred percent blowback. Uh you know that magazine. I wonder if that is the Mossberg Plinkster because they, I think they make those. No, those are in Brazil. I don't know. Anyways, that's a new thing. There are no prices or anything like that out for these things just yet. They're just, just got announced. They're going to retailers. Hmm. Neat. Uh, and then this one. Okay. So for some three gun shooters, they shoot the Ruger PC carbine. They have a CZ shadow. Cause that's like a great pistol. Uh, boy, wouldn't it be nice to run just one kind of mag for both of those things? Mm-hmm. And Ruger has Ruger has some magazine inserts for their PC carbine. They don't have a shadow one. No, these guys made one. So cool. Innovation Armory uh, is making them, and they're selling them through Select Shooting Supplies. Cool. Nice. Hundred bucks. Run CZ mags in your PC carbine. That's very yeah. cool. For the people who who need this thing, that's going to be a godsend. Gotcha. Gives you all kinds of flexibility because you just have like a pile of mag pouches on the side. And if you're running your match, it doesn't, oh, you short, short-handed yourself on the pistol, just keep grabbing mags and just keep going, right? It's fantastic. Grab the wrong mags. I've seen people do. No such worry with this. Okay. Very cool. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Hmm. Good job, flex shooting supplies. God, there's some clever people in this industry, aren't there? Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, yeah, anyways. There are clever people in this industry. I'm not Heading one of them. You, Kelly. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm not one of those. You just work hard. Uh, okay. <laughs> so for tonight's main topic, we were going to discuss what new handgun owners should know. Yeah. So I'm like, there's. Um, I'm sure you guys helped some uh, new handgun owners uh, navigate and buy their first yep. handgun. Uh, I did, and often when I do something, I like research the heck out of it, and then uh, write an article or talk about it or something like that. I was actually talking with you guys about this, and I'm like, I can't wait. I got to do an article now because <laughs> I had like I was basically because I had I had three friends that were doing this, and I'm copying and pasting between the three of them to like mm-hmm. let them all know this stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, I should too much time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um. Like when you tell one person about paperwork, why not just write one big write up that has like all the stuff in it? So why don't yeah, we talk about exactly. like um, some of the stuff first? Um, Do we talk about what makes a good first handgun? No, but remember, yeah, remember when I said put a pin drop in it? That's something that I was talking to people about on the weekend. Those people mm-hmm. that, I, I, yeah. So let's talk about what Q Kelly. What? What were Q you Kelly? Q Kelly. Well, no, I was just recommendations so right now everybody's buying everything and anything that's available so um can't really be picky but what makes a good first handgun so let's talk about it a little bit because you actually did write and did a article i added a bunch of handguns to it because people are like okay um (laughs) she said shadow one or two fantastic there are none (laughs) now block 17 okay thank you joel there are none (laughs) yeah P320. Oh, great. There are none. Okay. What's, uh, what's next after that, right? Yeah. So the caveat, and then I, the exact same thing that I did to those people. If you can find one, go to a CZ, shadow one or two. And the reason is because it's multi-purpose. You can use it for a lot of different things. And then it's Glock. And then you start going down the list. And then you end up with the Ruger Wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> one, of my, one of my buddies bought one. I actually yeah. bought, a, bought a Ruger Wrangler in black. Right. I, I think the guy. Ruger Wrangler has one fantastic use case, scratching the revolver itch. Yeah, Once it, you have a Ruger exactly Wrangler, it. you don't need to buy any other. Oh, sorry. I have a revolver. I don't need it's another one. Cheap. And so <laughs> I kind of went through the whole list just like Adriel did. So for his article but i actually did it with people and i said this is what you're going to do you're going to go this this and this and here's the reasons why but mm -hmm. yeah it's weird to be sure a little bit of a brain there i think but anyways so your conclusion was do you want to talk conclusions or do you still want to talk about what makes a good first handgun uh well okay let's talk about what's left on the shelves right now that might make a good handgun because we, okay. we mentioned glock shadow one 1911 there are 1911s on the shelf right now yeah, uh, extreme gunworks has yeah. 1911 frames um that are like high quality frames that you could use to start delask has a couple of frames as well delask has frame yep. and barrel combos yep so you could build something from that like we're not just left with the like absolute dregs of handguns they're just expensive like that's the that's the big barrier on those and yeah. for a new handgun owner like dropping a grand on a frame and barrel and not even the rest of it like that's that's a little bit much right yeah um i had for some of the other like alternatives like a, a p226 or a 226 clone yep um mm -hmm. i um i have like an irrational hate for a couple of different guns and the 226 is one of them because it's like the the height of her bore is so much that's why um, i hate them i can't yeah I just, and i don't like shooting them the the slide release is like offensively in the wrong spot yeah. to where you will always press it down and you'll never have that slide lock open unless you learn to always move your thumb like way way out of the way um brighter 92 um good aftermarket super expensive again there's for what you get surplus, right now some cheap surplus ones were around there for a bit i saw a few people they're still around friday but they're the they're the heel release oh, okay yeah you're so a, you're, you're never going to want to run one of those in ipsic um, you know, if you weren't going to get a Beretta 92, the, the Gersan Regards, uh, that's their uh, Beretta 92 knockoff. They're really nice. I saw a few of those around. They look really slick. Nice colors, too. -ish. Yeah, you can get like all chrome plated or gold or those are <laughs> I like the gold, gold ones. The gold ones are funny. Yeah. <laughs> Canic, I think, is still a good option. They're, they're not as popular in Canada as they are in the U.S., but in the U.S., they're very popular as like a budget handgun. So there should still be like decent aftermarket and parts and all that kind of stuff just because you can just order from the States, right? Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of stuff up here for mm. the, the Jericho 941s. There's a bunch of surplus ones, uh, police and military was, surplus. Yeah. And they're very reasonably priced. I think they're like 499, 500 around there. Um, that's a C70, uh, CZ75 clone. Um, good handgun. Uh, especially if you want, if you can't get the shadow, but you want something like, eh, it's not a shadow. It's not even close, but it's kind of close. That I guess that one, I guess is your option. Um, I saw a polymer 80 PFS, which is the Paul, like that's a full, not a Glock Glock. And it was six fifty, and I almost bought it. Hmm. I think I posted it to you guys. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, so tempted. Cause like try to find a Glock 17 can't, that is a Glock 17, but just with a, no finger grooves <laughs> really um or the shadow systems 920s are um the, the, i didn't know that those 920s are accepted for production that's crazy did you know that uh kyle no yeah oh they're, they're they in are the yeah they're in the ipsic production list and it's like a complete gucci glock and oh, you can shoot yeah. them in production that's cool yeah, that's i didn't cool. know that yes 
The <laughs> MR, like a, the MR, and the DR both are both in there. Yeah, yeah, and they're like because like a, a a regular Glock uh, has got some downsides to it. You'll need to like change the trigger and that kind of stuff. By the time you get there, the the DR nine twenty or the MR nine twenty is a good deal. So might as well just go straight forward, right? Uh, you know. Uh, the CZP10 Fs are good, but God, the the price on those things is skyrocketed. I uh, two years ago, one of my buddies was selling one for 450, and he couldn't sell it. He had to sell it for even less. And now they're selling for 800 new. Wow, mm. they're a good gun though. Ooh, yeah. And then like the the IWI Masada, but like if that one's really really new, it's hard to tell if it's going to have the staying power and if it's going to like. There's no aftermarket for it. Like so like there's some yeah. different risk in buying that. Kind uh, of I stuff. like I like the look of that one, but yeah, ammo or um, mag pouches, holsters, holsters um, parts, aftermarket are all going to be hard to find. That's like, what's like we'll me. buy a recoil spring for one. Yeah, Brownells maybe maybe Brownells. I don't maybe. know. Maybe yeah. I, 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 I got some shit choices in here I wouldn't mind going over just to make some people mad. Okay, let's do it. I think, <laughs> Give I her. That would be fun. Tokarev. <laughs> just to make it Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible option. The sights are garbage. The tr- It's a seven-pound single-action trigger pull. Like it's, it's not very good. You can't run surplus ammo for that thing in like an in, in some indoor ranges, and uh, you can't run it at Ipsic. So, yeah, not that great. The SC9... Tokarev. <laughs> funny. The be SD9VE... Uh, I think like for the price, it's a it's an awful uh, combination. Like the if you have you guys shot an SD9 VE, they're uh, real plasticky. No. They're real. I haven't plasticky. shot one. I've done work on one, but I haven't shot one. Do you swap the trigger springs on it? Doesn't have no, carbo spring kit it. makes a big difference. Step one, oh, yeah. probably improve the value of it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I think if they're if they're cheaper. Uh, it would be fine. Like they used, they used to be selling for like three hundred bucks, and I think at three hundred bucks they're okay. But right now they're like they're way more than that. It's really hard to to look at those. Uh, have you guys seen very many Springfield XD nines uh, on the on the range? I can't get no. over this. I can't get over no. the um, the the blocky oh, the grip grip the safety. Grip like, what is that? Does it look stupid? And they're a horrible gun. I don't like them. So. Uh, the <laughs> the only pistols I've seen like fail um, SD nines. The fire like pin, fail, fail. Pin, fail, fail, yeah. Oh. Um, Stoger STR9. It's another like polymer striker fired pistol, and uh, it's not that doesn't have enough weight behind it. It just won't. It won't ever get enough people buying one. Mm. Terra TM9 for reasons I've talked about on this show before. And then the, the like Narinko CF98 or the other proprietary Narinkos. So like any any kind of proprietary unpopular gun is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. No aftermarket for them. So that's your complete list. What do you guys? You guys have any that you would add or remove from that list? Well, I mean, as far as uh, support and everything, I would add the ground powers in there because you can't find anything for them on the bad uh, list, on the shit list. Yeah, yeah. Yes, on the bad list. Yeah, yeah. I always wanted one of those. The there's just not <laughs> enough people using them. So. Well, my dad actually has the Excalibur, like their performance one, and. I, you have to keep it cleaner than I have to keep my STI. Yes, it has to be cleaned. It has to yes. be like and oil and span clean yes. for it to work it's with an, that rotating barrel and everything. It's a nice shooting gun, though. It is. Yeah. Oh, it does you, feel good. Yeah, parts you, yeah. just really tight. Yeah. Yeah. 
too tight. I like yep. a gun that rattles a little bit. Any others that you guys think yeah, we should buddy add? buddy of mine got a brand new 1911. <laughs> we took it to the range of Para, like brand new. And that thing was so tight. And we're shit. Just it, the gun didn't work, and it's like a brand new fifteen hundred dollar gun. I brought out my my made in Toronto para that it rattles a little bit when you shake it. I put like fifteen hundred rounds through it in two days. Perfect, no problems. Work great. Para had QC at, at some point. They they changed something in their manufacturer. Uh, like the original ones were good, and then af, like after at some point they're just all total garbage. When they moved down to the states, maybe. Yeah. 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 Too bad. Yep. Paperwork. What should a new gun owner uh, expect for paperwork? It's different for than unrestricted, right? Yeah. So there's some frustrations going on right now, obviously, with, <laughs> with paperwork. <laughs> I bought it. Can I just go pick it up? Yeah. There's yeah. going to be a little bit of wait time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Depending on the yeah. province. Depending on where you live. Apparently not in Alberta. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So I got it. But how long until I get my register? Yeah. Normally. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. The the waiting waiting for the certificate that you can't you can't mm -hmm. move it along you can't move it around until uh, until you receive yeah. that in the mail. So that's an extra step, right? Yeah. That'll be a month, I guess. For like, if, if anyone on the, who's listening is is a new handgun owner, um, once you get that reg cert, like laminate that thing, cut it, laminate, put it in your uh, range kit because you'll just always take it to the range. Mm -hmm. yeah. I yeah. actually, yeah. I make photocopies of them. I put one in my purse. <laughs> Weirdly I like enough, live, I put one in. On the edge. I put one in my purse. I put one in my uh, in my case with the handgun, and then I actually put one in my range bag, and I have extras. Nice. Idea. Just in case. In your, in your purse. I always have one in my range bag, and then have it in uh, at home just in case. So yeah, I'm the same. I always photocopy them, take the photocopies with me. Yeah. So, funny story about that i have a buddy who has 500 plus handguns last i heard so he took all of his range certs and he puts them in a binder and he carries the binder around and he he got stopped one time and they're like we need to see your range cert your certificate and he just handed them the binder and said you go nuts <laughs> it's not alphabetical no. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hack a dart or two here you this, go is ahead. Yeah. Wherever, this is wherever this is where book you want to go yeah. for dinner while we do this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I have a funny uh, story yeah. about CBSA and long guns, but we'll talk about maybe we can do that after this. Okay. And red certs for non-restricted. Maybe it's so maybe, a we should, story. maybe we should just discuss <laughs> how it actually how it actually works. So you yeah, let's buy your that. you buy your handgun and yes. then you pay the store. Assume you're going to store here because who knows if you'll see it on a private sale. Works the same with a private sale, just takes longer because you have to phone the stupid number or fax or email, maybe. Mm -hmm. so maybe. <laughs> once it gets processed in Miramichi, it goes to your CFO. And then your CFO, if you're in Alberta, hopefully, uh, does their processing bit. I don't know why it's a two part system, probably just to be stupid uh, and then you get an email or you get a piece of paper in the mail usually these days you get an email saying hey you can go pick up your gun hopefully it includes an ATT so you can go pick it up or can you can you pick it up now you can yeah, still you do can the pick it up with yeah. you can still pick yeah, it up with your transfer notification that gives you yeah. ability yeah. to go pick it up you can pick it up but you can't go deliver it that was the thing when I sold yeah. one and I had you can't to take ATT. it to the range to shoot so you go scurry away and you pick it up and then you take it home and then you wait for the red cert to show up in the mail 
And then once that shows up, then you can take it to the range to shoot it. Correct. If it's mail order, it'll just show up. And if you have to go pick it up from this post office, don't worry. You don't still need an ATT. You don't know what's inside that box. Don't open up your mail mail. at the post office. Open it up at home. Oh, it's a pistol. Neat. Good thing I'm home. (laughs) Good point. Okay. Uh, so, so that's the process. It does take a while. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Range process. Yeah. What about range memberships? So, like, for, if mm-hmm. you're a new shooter, what, what, like, you got to get a range membership. Where you're gonna, unless you're in Ontario, you know, Birdie have to get one. Mm-hmm. They won't. In Ontario, uh, you do not have to have one, but yeah. they'll still ask. They will hassle you. They do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They so, do. what kind of membership should you get, if any? Well, you can't shooting. You're gonna do. If you you don't want to shoot the pistol, then that's fine. You don't have to join a uh, club. I believe in Alberta. You can go as a collector without a range membership. Not that they ever seem to check on that, but technically speaking, uh, one of my friends in Ontario had not belonged to a range in I don't know forty years or something like that, and he did get a call eventually, or a letter from the CFO that said, "Hey, you're not a member of a membership. Where have you been shooting?" He said, "I haven't been," and they said, "Well, then dispose of your gun." So he had to go become a member and then never went to the range. Okay. All right so, then. So for that, if you're not planning on shooting it, if you're just going to sit on it. Associate membership, yeah, just and yeah, much um, cheaper, which is cheaper, but way cheaper. That silver core one's fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you could like you can get the silver core one and still go to like public ranges, drop in ranges. You can go to matches, so yeah. that you you can still have um uh what is it uh, shooting practice or or uh what, what's what's on the uh, form or when they ask you which what what's your reason for owning a handgun target shooting. Huh. Target, target shooting, shooting or collecting, yeah. yeah. You can still have target shooting as your reason. You just said, oh, yeah, it's target shooting. I have an associate membership here, and I like to go to matches, and and uh, I want to just travel and that kind of thing. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah, so it's $50, $50 a year bucks. for Silver Corps. Same, same yeah. yeah, it's perfect. It is perfect for that if you can't get it into a club. I know that there's challenges yeah. here in Ontario, specifically with joining a club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's hard, yeah. especially if you're around the GTA. A lot of those clubs just either don't accept members, or some of them that are, there's a huge waiting list. I know uh, Dufferin <clears throat> Anglers and Hunters, they have a pistol range there. And some of my friends, yeah, the waiting list there, I think, is between two, it's at least two years now. I think it might be longer. Yeah, it's the same as our club. Yeah. Two and a half, three years, people have been waiting. So, yeah. So th- if they do want to pr- purchase a pistol, they can purchase a pistol. This mm-hmm. is a Silvercore is an excellent route for that, um, but also try and join your clubs as well. So, what kind of club should you look for? What's a good club? What's a good club look like? Go visit. Certified, certified yeah. range because yeah, you need a certified range in order to take your handgun to it. Um, a short in- indoor and outdoor would be nice if um, mm-hmm. got yeah. both. A lot of winter. Nice weather. in the winter. Uh. 24 yeah, 7 in- indoor is nice. <laughs> well, never, yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. There's a few of those in Ontario. Yeah. There are berries 24 7. There's a few other ones. Yeah. Oh, really? Nice. Yep. There are a few, but it's not necessary. You have oh, not necessary. 24 7, but access to it. A club that actually is 
not so busy and overrun that you can't get to the club or shoot. But then there's also clubs that have nobody at it. I just love a big mm. membership. I like at this point, I would I like clubs that have lots of things on the calendar because I'll just join them. Oh, if, if I if I found a club that had like yeah. Ipsic, IDPA, three gun, and I just bought a handgun, I want that club. I don't want the yeah. boring yeah. one where I'm gonna sit at the line and like shoot at a target. Talk right? to the club and see what they do. Some of them have action ranges, some of them I mean, uh Aurelia, where I used to be a yep. member, I let it drop this year because I'm just not gonna drive there all the time it's too far um they've got a trap they got multiple trap fields they've got a i can't remember what they call it but the one where you walk around a big circle and shoot at different stations with shotguns oh there's uh fields, traps, sporting clays sporting oh, clays. Sporting oh. clays. Yeah. and they've got a five stand they've got a 100 yard rifle mm -hmm. range a 100 yard 22 range they've got an indoor they've got an action range they've got a 200 yard so Go see what the facilities are like and uh, see what the requirements are, because some of the clubs you're going to have to do work around the club every so often. Mm -hmm. um, some of them, if you want to shoot on the action range, you're going to have to have a black badge. Some of them don't allow holsters at all. Some of them don't do handgun. Some of them only do rifles. Some of them do shotgun. So it depends on what the culture of the club is what the primary focus is and things like probationary shoots i mean there's some clubs where you'll join it and you have to do a year of probation where you can't shoot at yeah. the club or a certain amount of visits mm -hmm. yeah and some of those some of the clubs that's very difficult because it'll be you know two guys who can sign off on you and that's it some clubs it's anybody can sign off on you yeah it could be certain days certain nights of the week that they allow it during certain times and yeah yep so, so we talked a little bit about like some club memberships aren't open. Some of them are open. Some of them are sponsor required, right? Too. So yeah. you may have to find someone who can sponsor you at the range. And you might not know anyone at the range, but like pro tip, go on the Facebook page and ask, go on Reddit, Discord, go to a match at the range. Cause some of these ranges will do like public matches. So you can sign up for a match, go to the match and be like, Hey, yeah, I want to become a member at this range. How do I do that? And that person find find a member and and run that line of questioning across them and they'll be like oh you just need a sponsor i'll sponsor you and uh and you're in yeah, yeah and, br and bring them a gift card and maybe an envelope of cash that uh, <laughs> that, that could work too right yeah out in alberta you bribe with pilsner you know there's no this no, not pilsner pilsner is currency <laughs> like sorry maybe that's a saskatchewan thing yeah yeah it's a saskatchewan thing <laughs> Uh, yeah, Cal's, I think you're Cal's not sponsoring you for Pilsner. He's got the he's better bring some good whiskey or something. Yeah, <laughs> I think you were, what you were saying there, Dave, is like watch watch the rule set. Make sure you're not signing up yeah. for a FUD range because yeah. no rapid fire. Oh my God, run for the hills! Uh, like yeah. no rapid fire is is a is a dead giveaway that it's a FUD range. Uh, holster certification or just no holsters at all. Like just watch out for that because if you're gonna get a yeah. handgun, eventually you're gonna want to run the stupid thing out of a holster. And uh, you won't be able to. At your range. Well, and a lot of them that have an action range, a lot of them don't. I know I've noticed a lot of Ontario ones. You shoot, you can use a holster on the action range, and that's it. You're not allowed. But to it's even static. It's not yeah. Carry it. yeah. So hmm. even a lot of them at the firing lines now, you're not allowed to wear a holster. So you really? gotta watch out for that. Oh, oh yeah, like Aurelia, you cannot a use a holster except. When you're uh, when you're on the action range, and you have to have a black badge or some sort of a holster mm. cert to use the action range. So mm. some range, the, yeah. yeah like so that. my club, the only criteria is you have to take the ATT course, uh, club level ATT. That's it, and then you can actually and that's, cool. that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> I know, right? They all do that. 
yeah. we still all we still all do it not here anyways but uh also to for a holster just have somebody who's holster certified to actually sign off on it as well so anybody who goes to frpc come and see me i'll sign off on it cool mm-hmm. yes yeah and, and uh mike was saying don't go to a fishing game range like sure park is a fishing game range and they're yep. pretty progressive they're they allow yeah. holsters they yeah. have action <laughs> shooting um I like it safety wise. I would rather be shooting with someone who has a holster than putting their handgun on the table because often, <laughs> no. like, that's when like things start spinning. Yeah, spin, like, yeah, yeah, sliding yeah around. holster that thing, <laughs> man. Holster it. And if oh, we got to go staples and targets down range, I don't, I don't, there's no handguns back there. It's in your holster. I'm, I've, and I'm that, totally fine with that's that. something that always pissed me off on the ranges where they say no holster. If I'm shooting with my handgun and I'm there by myself, my guns come down range with me. I don't care what the rule is. I don't leave my guns sitting up up there because I've been down range, like down at the hundred yard, and there's guys up un, unpacking their guns and setting them up while I'm down range. Yeah. Or people are like up range looking at your guns where you're down range. Yeah. Like yeah. my stuff comes yeah. with me if there's nobody there. And a holster is a great way to carry it because I will tell you, carrying a handgun around on a range without a holster is a huge pain in the ass. It yeah, sucks. it is. When you're carrying for targets your pockets and, and try to put them in your purse and you know, yeah, it just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. So uh, Mike's saying Sherwood Park is the exception to the rule. Actually, yeah. the clubs that are around here, like Napanee as well as Trent Valley, they're all fish and game clubs as well. And no, we yeah. they are some of the most active ranges for action shooting. So it's fun. it's been a big yeah. shift. There's it's it's a topic yeah. that uh, one of the people over at uh, Sherwood Park wanted to talk about at some point. Is this big shift in? Uh, the fishing mm-hmm. game because a lot of them are fishing game ranges. Yep. Yep. Some of them are making the steps of like, how many people are actually here for the fishing game part, and how many people are here for the range? It's One like guy in the back. Everyone's here. <laughs> for the range. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, maybe we should. Mike. So that's actually one of the reasons. Mm. Sorry, um, Kyle. What were you going to say? As I say, I'm with with Mike. Like, there, yeah, there's a couple exceptions, but from what I've seen, fishing game tends to kill ranges. So that is one of the things I wanted to talk about. I do want to congratulate Sherwood Park on stepping up and making some changes. And the reason why it's not that range is not going to get killed, besides the fact they have what two thousand members. Uh, but no, no, <laughs> way more than that. Uh, yeah. Well, anyways, like, the ranges I belong to have three to five thousand members plus. Wow, yeah. which is crazy because we limit here in, in Ontario center of the universe but um you have to be progressive in order for your club to survive and if not they will go the way of the dead over you know what the worst thing to me is is when you're at a meeting and a club meeting and this happened at one club i used to belong to because the club was pretty much run by the cowboy action guys mm-hmm. um didn't like action anything other than cowboy action if it didn't have cowboy in front mm-hmm. of it and you weren't wearing your assless chaps it was bad <laughs> so you know, you'd bring up like, let's have more Ipsic matches. There's never anybody at this club. Why are we limited to 350? Well, you know, blah, blah, blah. But there's literally no one here ever. And we can't, can't find sure. enough range officers. Right. Open it up. Who cares? I want to make sure I, that one come, when I come, the excuses, I want to make sure when I come that I have a, I have a, a range available to me. I yeah. don't want people. Mm. I'm gone. Yeah. I'll tell you that doesn't like, save the sport. No. That doesn't save it no. because you're you're limiting the number of people who can go to the range and, and it's it's not saving the sport. I think that yeah. um there's there's ranges out there like that, but you gotta just put the effort in. You gotta put the effort in either in um 
showing them that it can be safe and running that at that local IPSIP club or getting the right people voted in. Yeah. 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 Show up with all the wrong Change people. hearts and minds. Yeah. yeah. I tend to speak up at club meetings and that. I did belong to a club where I wasn't allowed to be a member. I could be an associate member because I was a female. Anyways. <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> right? And uh, so I did speak up because we weren't allowed to have action shooting. And I said, listen, you guys are all 75, 80 years old, correct? And they're all going, mm -hmm. I said, well, if you don't make some changes, your club that you want to go and shoot at will no longer exist. So you guys are old and the reality is you'll be dying soon. I did say that. And <laughs> sooner if said, you argue more. I said you need to make some <laughs> I said this needs to change. You need yeah. to let women into this club and you need to have action shooting. This mm -hmm. needs to change. Yeah. Yep. And it does. And action shooting is super popular. And you look <clears throat> it is. at the people who come out to matches and you're like, hey, we've got our, you know, our, our little whatever 2200 yard precision match that you've been doing for a thousand years. And, you know, we get 10 guys out to it. We did Nipsic match. We had 400 people here and they all paid a huge amount of money that went to the club. What's your and problem? the local area, like it, the, the other thing you do when you get those 400 people matches is you find the local hotel, say, hey, I've got 400 people coming to this. Can you give me a code that they can use to go to your hotel? And then those local those hotel people are probably connected to the uh, the local the local council. Yeah. Um, and you can also mention it. Yeah, we had 400 people. The local hotel booked a block of like 20 rooms or 30 rooms and uh, that stuff all plays really well into keeping that range there. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be engaged with the community. Yeah. You know, one of the big uh, things that happened in, in one of the clubs I was a member at was they were trying to shut the down for a lot of shooting. And they're the major thing that the anti-gun guy from Toronto who moved up and then got on council and started kicking up all kinds of noise about the gun club and shutting them down was that, oh, none of these people are local. These are not local people. They don't spend any money here. They just come here and make noise and piss us all off. And then they're off to wherever it is that they live. And that was total BS. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a weird argument, but yeah, yeah, you have to be uh, part of the community. Other things for new handgun owners. Is this enough? Get involved. I just get involved. Decide. Yeah, volunteer. Yep. Shoot a couple of matches. Volunteer for them. Yep. People will probably put patch, you to work. Patch targets. If you patch targets, everyone will love you. Mm -hmm. And make and some show friends. Up early. Make friends. Well, I think a lot of I think a lot of um, a lot of adults don't have like a, a hobby that they do, and like their friends are maybe like the same friends they've had since high school. And uh, something like this is a fantastic way to meet uh, meet a bunch of really really great people. Yep, yeah. new people, great people. Agreed. Volunteer. That's one of the things. Mm -hmm. Volunteer. So if you want action shooting, volunteer to actually help run this action. Yeah. And the reason is because it'll you'll make it happen. And as Adriel says, you'll get to meet new people. You get to try things out. Your range will be more dynamic. Yeah. You'll have fun. And when somebody I'll even said, break it down said, simpler. If you want your voice to actually be heard and mean something at the range, at like a meeting or something, the more you volunteer, the more chances that you'll actually mm -hmm. be heard and considered. If you're a green fee shooter, mm -hmm. less chance of you actually of you actually being listened to or taken serious. Say, it's hard to take people not seriously when they say someone needs to do that, and it turns out that you're the someone. <laughs> Because the world is run yeah. by by people who show up. I mean, when I go to gun club meetings, um, some of the associations I'm a member of, there's like four or five hundred people. Thirty of them show up for meetings. 
Yeah, yeah. that seems about right. Yeah. yeah. So show up. The world is run by those who make the effort yeah. to show up. Mm -hmm. yeah. We get cool stuff afterwards as well. People who weren't there. <laughs> People who weren't at the meeting start complaining about stuff that's done. So you realize we have meetings to go over this stuff. And <laughs> yeah, I love that. Oh, I'm sorry, you weren't there to vote. Well, then you can STFU because yeah, <laughs> too bad. I think. Go ahead. Sorry, that was it. Other other tips for new handgun owners? Uh, well, we can talk about the transportation. So it's obviously different than transporting uh, non-restricted. <laughs> Right, the extra locks. Measures, locks. The non-restricted doesn't fit in your pants. Wrote. Restricted does. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yeah, so definitely a trigger locked, locked, locked case. Opaque locked case. Oh, sorry. Opaque locked case. <laughs> so no putting it in your Tupperware. Combo. You know, wrapping a wire tie around it. Yeah. Thomas. Yeah, definitely. Don't be fussing around with keys. So yeah. Because like yeah, you'll have a million of them. You'll you'll get uh you'll add on uh, locks after a while and yeah. And there's off. always somebody who shows up at a match who can't find their keys because they left them at home. And don't and say your combination to shoot the lock off. One. <laughs> shoot the lock off. Stand back. <laughs> Don't Done put your combination nine one one because everyone does that. If you if you got like a little screwdriver, the trigger locks come right off. And those yeah, the cheap ones. And it was yeah, no shoot them off. The cheap ones, even <laughs> expensive ones. Um, so other things people need to be aware of: you have it's to the range and back. You can't stop mm -hmm. and go and shopping, having dinner. Oh, and the direct then, route. Yeah. yeah, it's direct route. Uh, yeah, reasonably direct. Yeah, reasonably yeah, direct, direct is route. pretty open. Yeah. 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 So, you know, reasonably direct, I called the CFO and asked them some questions about that one time, and I should have just kept my mouth shut and done what I wanted because it would have been reasonable in my opinion. Um, but yeah, like if you've got a match that's down the road from your house and you're going to the next province shopping and then coming back, leave your handguns at home. Yeah. As soon as you cross the provincial <laughs> border, they, they will want an ATT. Yes. But if you're in province and it's reasonable, like you're going to go to your buddy's place and maybe you'll grab some food on the way and go, like, that's fine. At least well, uh, I think it's the same thing on Ontario. You, you get your long-term ATT that, and that gives you transport to any range in the province. Other than mm -hmm. military bases, you need a special well, ATT. For any that. public range in the province. Cool. Okay. Yeah, that, that should cover transport. And then um, we had uh, kits for competition. So I was just going to suggest there's always people selling used ones too. So if you don't want to go out and buy the most expensive, yeah. like uh, CR speed holst uh, holsters and, and ghost and, and all that stuff, there's always in the forums, the people selling their, they're up, upgrading or getting out of the sport and you can get yourself a, a belt and, and, and the mag pouches. And how I got all my stuff. Like yeah, a so. Serpa holster or the yeah. all in one nylon holster. Or? Yeah. Because I mean, if you, if you buy them, you buy them all separately, it, it definitely adds up if you're getting good stuff. But when you're yeah. buying, you know, something. Plus you're not giving the government any more taxes to persecute yeah. gun owners if you buy used equipment. Although <laughs> unless it's from from one of our sponsors, of course. Then and you know, and from what I've seen, like that those the, the good belts and holsters, they they can they they 
last, right? It's not like they break down quickly. So, you know, if it's been used by somebody for shooting five, 10 years, it's still probably pretty good. There's still some quality cheaper stuff out there. Like I was joking with the Serper nylon holster. Like you can go get a blade tech set up and it's, not gonna yeah, break fine. the bank and yeah, it will be tech is good. it'll be good. Bulletproof. Bulletproof. Yeah. You'll never break a holes. You'll break uh your shot shell caddies for shotgun if you like lay on them sideways or something like that. I've laid on my holster and I've never broken one. How about if you run over it, will it break it? Yeah, with a car? I could find out. Yeah. yeah. I think so. <laughs> that shit not if there's a gun in there. Air in there. Time to make a video. <laughs> if there's a gun in there, I can't do that part. No, no, no gun. No gun. We'll do it if you do it at the range. Like uh, action range. I don't, I don't want my range to see me doing this. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> a test. <laughs> Testing something. Yeah. No, but like a, a, a good stiff belt. Don't buy your don't cheap yeah. out on the yes. belt. Um yes. You might be able to cheap out on the mag pouches. Like I've had fine mm-hmm. uh, results with using like AliExpress, eBay mag pouches. Uh, holster, like blade techs are cheap enough that there's no point in going to like a knockoff on one of those. Unless you want to get like a... No, but belt, yeah, you want a nice solid belt. Like, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Something yeah. Like, if you can find a, like a cheap Kydex. If, I don't know if AliExpress has that, but if you have a... If they do, cheap Kydex off AliExpress, you can always take a heat gun. And make it better and make it fit mm-hmm. better. Yeah. yeah. Spend spend decent spend money on decent gear though. Like don't buy garbage because no. you buy you buy good stuff, you don't regret it. But yeah, there is yeah. some cheaper stuff like blade tech. They're fine. I see a lot of those. I love my cheap mag, but my pistol mag pouches are all complete knockoffs and they're all fine. Can you jump up and down? <laughs> or did you spend your mags go flying? <laughs> no, they're all adjustable torsion on them. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. He's should last... do an article on the cheapest Ipsic shooting rig that you can put together off AliExpress, oh. Adriel, and then go shoot them. The belts. Oh. Can't use the belts. The belts nope. are all garbage. You're, go- you're going to. <laughs> I have one. It's garbage. <laughs> the frugal shooter. Um, so the last thing we were going to touch was training. So what's out there for, I guess, handgun training? all over the map we don't have yeah consistent yeah pistol. it's not it's not definitely yeah, not like right the u.s back. where they have dedicated places for uh for that sort of that sort of well, stuff well we do have some dedicated yeah. places but it's not it's not national like we don't have national pistol training that we like i couldn't recommend anything for someone to take here that would be the same where kelly is other than black badge but black badge isn't handgun training it's how to shoot ipsic yeah, how to shoot up yeah. safely, right? That's like yeah. yeah. You should have. So you, you should already have your fundamentals in it and that underneath you if you're going to a black yeah. edge. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. find a fundamentals course and talk to people about who's instructing it because yeah, there's no standard for calling yourself an instructor in Canada either. So you could have hillbilly Bob Joe Schmo there, figuring Ooh, he's going to teach you. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. But get training because like handgun yeah. handgun shooting is hard. Uh, when you first start, like your first couple of shots will be like amazingly accurate, and your accuracy is going to start downgrading. And you're like, yeah. what's going on? Why are these so bad? It's flinching. Yeah, anticipating yeah. the sh- yeah. So yeah, it's going to happen, um, and you're going to and you're it's uh, it's going to be frustrating. And then that pistol's just just going to sit on your shelf. But if you go to like a one day two hundred dollar course, it changes everything. Yeah. Then you know what to look for. Then you know how to diagnose problems. Then you know how to like self-diagnose what's going on and, and improve yourself. 
also check with your local range see if there's a special group that meets up semi-regularly like with our range oh, with our yeah. dynamic pistol group that meets every second week or whatever build it for everybody oh you're brand new never drawn okay well we're gonna work with you a bit and mm -hmm. it works on fundamentals and then more advanced stuff and you just get a mix of everything and you'll progress and get a nightly there and... fun shoot kind of a thing right like yeah. thursday night fun shoots yeah T terrific yeah. terrific for that kind of stuff casual easy to get into yeah did you mention did we mention dry firing no until you got the fundamentals though don't yeah until you know what it's supposed yeah. to feel like you're just gonna be training sure. bad habits that's true yeah good point cool Okay, so all right. I guess that uh, covers that. We'll get into listener feedback. Sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory Armory DC Gunsmith is a full service gunsmith who specializes in farms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, farms accessories, optics, and more at www dcgunsmith.ca you can also follow them on facebook and instagram and i believe we do have an email and well okay it's the caribou challenge but it says don't publish it until i give the go ahead so i think that's like a caribou challenge coming soon september 3rd and 4th it's a two-gun match in bc i didn't read that part <laughs> Okay, I, so I we're just read that part right and, like, okay, and then you're <laughs> saying emails, and, but we're gonna read. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So disregard <laughs> what I said. So why don't we leave it till next week? That's yeah. a teaser well, for next week. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, stay tuned for dates yeah. and updates for Caribou Challenge, uh, brutality shooting competition, and hopefully, yeah, we'll have all right updates soon. We should read things more. <laughs> I should have put it in italics. <laughs> Okay, that's uh, and um, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so through Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash slamfire radio. <laughs> if you'd like to send us an email, you can do that as well through slamfire radio at gmail.com. Okay, I have a suggestion if you don't want us to read it, put it in big capital letters at the top. <laughs> or if you don't want was, us to read it. It was the it. second line. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. I don't even yeah. see the email, so I don't yeah. know. We just read everything sent to us, so don't send it if you don't yeah. want it read. Verbatim, yeah. We don't, don't read instructions well. But we will read it next week, so thank you. Let us know when it's released, and we're, we'll be happy to do it. Please do not read this on the air. I repeat, do not read this on the air. <laughs> I can't stress enough. Do not read this. <laughs> and then we read it on the air. <laughs> yeah. I wrote a blues song, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing it next week. I'll save it. Okay, wow, we're teasing a lot for next week. Dave yeah. might be a little bit more angry. Uh, we may <laughs> have trans. We may have transfers. <laughs> There's going to be possibly more letters. See, it's the same size. I'm going to put it really big. <laughs> Two hundred font, one letter on each page. Uh, we'll Go get ahead. into the shoutouts. Uh, who wants to start? Who's got a shoutout? I got a couple. Um, yeah. One to Dave J from uh, Tabor. He's a gentleman and a scholar. He set us up really well down there. Brought coffee in the morning. Oh, I always yeah. love when my maple seeds have coffee in the morning. 
Yeah. Mm. Nice. Mm. And they are like just so super open for events. And uh, yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, had a great time there. I want to do some more. I want to do some double headers down there. If I'm going to make my drive down, I'm going to do two. as well. <laughs> they, they filled it up super quick. They got a bunch of really good shooters out there. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to go again. Uh, and then uh, prior uh, that three gun match that I'm going to this weekend. Uh, thanks to Mark for putting that on because that's uh, that's something new. And I like seeing three gun everywhere. So cool. Thank nice. you. Cool deal. I guess I'm going next. Sure. Yes. All right. Yeah, so anybody, I just wanted. <laughs> okay. So just want to say thank you to everybody who came out to the EOSC uh, National Range Day and had fun times. Thank you to everybody who took the time to volunteer as well. We had a plethora of volunteers and they made the day such a great day. And I wanted to say thank you to Vortex uh, for coming out as well and volunteering their time. I know that they were at CANSAC and it was a long, long week, but they stayed an extra two days so that they or day so that they could attend uh, the range day as well. And then I got this cool hat as well. So thank you to them. I just wanted to say thank you for that. And yeah, that's it for me. Kyle? Uh, I'd like to shout out Steve-O and Peace River for... He set a date on for Saturday and then made it a two-day, two-matches, three-gun, and then bumping up the days on the team match just to ensure that we don't get uh, cut short of any three-gun matches this year. Awesome. Nice. Good. Cool. I got one more. Uh, Tammy. Oh, one more. <laughs> Tammy Tammy was my uh, my partner in crime at uh, Short Park, and uh, she was amazing oh, yeah. with the MLAs nice. and... Uh, just in her enthusiasm was just infectious with talking to people and she's super passionate. That's what we need. Yep. Passion is good. Shout out to Kyle. O, uh, who's buying a Webley off me. He sent me pictures of his collection and the story of, you know, sort of he's a world war one, world war two collector. He's got all sorts of crazy stuff. Talks to our Alberta CFO because they have a similar fetish for Japanese uh, pistols. Apparently strange strange people anyway <laughs> um so yeah he sent me photos of part of his collection he's trying to fill in the bits well he can and uh yeah great collection man it's awesome. awesome very cool nice guy too talk to him a wee bit somebody's phone's oh. ringing yeah um and my shout out is to all the folks that work the um national range day at cornwall again yep. it was a great day and all the people, the first timers that came in there and got to shoot or got to watch people shoot seemed to love it. And it was just a great experience. And so definitely big props to all of them. And that's it. Yeah. Next year will be bigger and better, even more ranges. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, okay. And um, check us out on Gunners of Canada. Like us on Facebook. We have many. Uh, give us a review on Facebook. Join the CCFR and see you next week. Later, everyone. Thanks. Goodbye, everybody. Good night, Dave. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.